Well, uh, Neil's bit spoiler. We lost a great one this past week. George Romero dying earlier this week. But you're asking yourself, why are you ruining a bit in the beginning of the show with your stinger? You stupid ass. Well, calm down, listener, because it's to bring up a valid point. We are, in fact, going to honor the memory of a one George Romero by reviewing the movie that started it all. The one that kicked off his rise to stardom and even kicked off something we like to call the zombie horror genre. That's right, we're jumping into the original Night of the Living Dead right here on a very spooky edition of the review. That turned into at the end there. But. They're coming to get you, Barbara. It's <laughs> like you're doing like Don Pardo or whatever. <laughs> Musical guest. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the review review show where two small town dudes give you our big dumb opinions. I'm a Troy to the Max Extreme. I'm Don Pardo! <laughs> and we picked another stormy night to do a podcast. <laughs> of course. <laughs> it looks like it's about blowing over this time. I don't think yeah, we're going to lose think, power. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you'll know by the end of this if we ever lose power. But I'm, we're hoping. Fingers crossed. You'll know by the halfway through the point yeah, where we're just like, like well, again... <laughs> God damn it. Or <laughs> it sounds like we're on a good tangent, and then yep. all of a sudden it just stops it and stops loses and all like, forward movement. And then you hear me be like, okay, here's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> what it looks like we're on the tail end of it, and it, thank God, because it cooled the fucking atmosphere down oh, like yeah. 30,000 degrees. It was hot as damn all day. <sighs> like Granted, sweat. I get to be inside. It's like a sweat box all day today. Actually ordered some breathable undies off Amazon because it's been so hot. Jeez, look out! Got some fruit of the looms over there. Some fruit of the loom breathable undies. That's Haynes, what I got. Haynes his way. Not nah, breathable undies. Fruit of the loom. I'll give a review of them next week. <laughs> you want to? want to give a good? <laughs> give it a good week trial yeah. run. Yeah. Well, they're arriving tomorrow. Oh, okay. Well, pardon me. So, <laughs> thank you. Uh, so we'll see if they breathe as much as advertised. Cause tell you what, I needed some breath breath down there you the know, last few days. A breast of fresh ass, as they said <laughs> right. in Wild Wild West. <laughs> right. <laughs> what a classic film. Just, <laughs> it did it right. It did it right. Oh, man, I remember loving Wild Wild West when it came out. I was a dumb, dumb Dude, kid. I was so into it, too. I was just into the rap. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> Wiki wah. Jim West Desperado. <laughs> Rough Rider. No, you don't want nada. Yeah. Or just the not even subtle, blatant racist remarks throughout. <laughs> mm. Where it's like, it's okay, he's the villain. <laughs> right. He can say anything he wants. Well, it's a good way to hate him. It is. It's a good way to hate him. That Loveless. <laughs> Those weird spider legs. Did he have spider legs in that? He did. He did. He fought He fought Jim West in a giant spider with spider legs. 
So it was a spider in a spider. Spider Inception, some say. Only us. Look out. Um, Night of the Living Dead. Night of the Living Dead. We are doing the 1968 George A. Romero's Night of the Living Dead. The black yeah. and white original. Yes. Stay with us. That's top of the hour. <laughs> yes. Uh, do you want to do the bit right off, right up top? Well, we can wait. All right. We, 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 can, we can wait. We can wait. Jim West. <laughs> Wickedy Wah. <laughs> and it all comes back <laughs> to Wild Wild West. Uh, well, then I'm going to go into the biggest story Whoa! of Whoa! probably this last week. Whoa. Whoa. Squirrel Girl. Oh, okay. Has been cast. Okay. Are you on the edge of your seat? close enough scoot forward i'm kind of sitting on a corner so if i do sit on the edge <laughs> right. it's gonna go somewhere i mean you always take the ottoman is what you get i should really just sometimes near the end of the show my legs go numb <laughs> so some one of these days it's just like it's like two hours sitting on a toilet yeah <laughs> i'm just gonna sometime one of these days i'm just gonna switch it out for a chair there's plenty of chairs i know but it's right here and i don't want to mess up your feng shui thank you I like my fung. Shway. Super, uh, Supergirl. Squirrel Girl. Yeah. Has been cast. The uh, Freeform Original New Warriors show has cast Milana Nintrub. Nintrub? Nintrub? We're going to go with a close enough thing. Uh, yeah, anyway, it's, she's from This Is Us. Okay. The NBC smash hit. Water cooler. Real tour, real tearjerker. <laughs> tour de force. Tear de that force. One time that one guy brought his kid to karate. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Didn't see it. I just remembered us talking about the Teen Choice Awards or something, and that was like <laughs> oh, yeah. their winner for mo for biggest tearjerker was somebody bringing <laughs> their kid to karate. Um, but I I recognize the actra actress, even though I haven't seen This Is Us, because she's been on actually a, she's been in a ton of stuff. Mostly um, uh, college humor originals, okay. Which I've seen some of that, and she's been on At Midnight a lot as well. Gotcha. So and she's that's a funny, funny she's girl. A funny, funny girl. Funny girl. So that's a good addition to uh, what's her real name? Who knows? Squirrel Girl. Can't remember what her real name is. All right. Fair enough. Turns out I'm not a comics fan. Yep, <laughs> it's, right. it's been a sham. It's been this a whole lie. Time. It's been a lie. <laughs> well, you play the part really well, Troy. Thank you very much. You had us all fooled. Let me just take off this full Spider-Man <laughs> costume. You just press a button and like your whole wall <laughs> turns around into like a into like a brandy snifter. <laughs> that would be just as amazing. <laughs> uh, so you excited about Squirrel Girl, JT? cast freeform i'm not gonna watch it so i don't really care true i'll watch the trailer <laughs> yeah to get well, you all hot and bothered well the trailer's not out obviously oh, okay. but i will watch one if it comes you'll watch if it comes to yeah. that i will watch the trailer <laughs> i will give this a full two minutes of my life that's right uh make it a minute and a half fair enough uh speaking of at midnight JT, I got at midnight oh. news. Oh, geez. What's it's ending its run at episode 600. It's a good run. Which is going to be August 4th. Strong It's run. actually next month. Uh, it only airs Monday through Thursday, but that last week they're going to Friday 
to get to the monumental 600th episode. Gotcha. Uh, it wasn't anything that it wasn't canceled or anything because Comedy Central didn't want it. It was just like Chris Hardwick's too busy. Like I know Chris he Hardwick, does a ton of shit. Yeah, Chris Hardwick pretty much has his hand in everything. Yeah, ever. Not only does he run Nerdist, he also hosts every show on television. Yeah. So he has to drop one of them. Even if he's not hosting the show, he's hosting it, but in another person's bodysuit. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Steve Harvey? No. Yep. It's Chris Hardwick and a he Steve climbed, Harvey He suit. climbed inside Slater's, cost, inside Slater's body to host that stupid Candy Crush <laughs> game show. It's all Chris Hardwick is what we're saying. It is. Uh, well, anyway, this kind of bums me out. It bummed me out a while ago when Viacom got all up their asses and pulled it all off Hulu. Because mm-hmm. I, I watched At Midnight every day. Oh, yeah, it was good. Um, and since then, I haven't been able to watch it. Because now it's only a cable exclusive. <sighs> and now they're ending it all together. You know why? Because they probably hate you. They, probably because they pulled off Hulu. That's why they're canceling They hate That's you. That's what they're not saying. They just want to make sure that your life is miserable. Do they got me in their crosshairs? Yeah. They're the ones that shoved blood up your ass. <laughs> oh, no! Viacom just snuck in your house. Via blood! And just injected your ass full of blood. Oh, no! So that you'd be like, oh, God, what is this? That is a bummer. It is. I tell you Viacom what. Viacom is a bunch of <laughs> assholes. Has me drinking water, not beer for the show. Yeah. It's all Viacom's fault. God damn it, Viacom. <laughs> Fucking me up. Just imagining just, like, someone wearing a Viacom t-shirt, just, like, walking in with a syringe full of blood, just being like, hehehe. <laughs> <laughs> as I see one dip below the windowsill as I scoot my eyes over there. Yeah. Like, oh, shit, he's mad at me. <laughs> uh, got in some interesting news about Steven Soderbergh, JT. Oh, man. Uh, the man behind the newest film, Logan Lucky, to hit film or theaters pretty soon. Oh, yeah. Also, the man behind the Ocean's Eleven trilogy and some just other things. He's got some good stuff out there. Um, he has already shot another film before Logan Lucky's come out. What the? Entirely f- on iPhones. Oh, my God. Yeah. And the movie is called Unsane and stars uh, Claire Foy from The Crown. Nice. And Juno Temple from Boardwalk Empire. I'm digging this class. Yeah. So... Apparently, I did some research on it, and this isn't the first film shot on, like, a phone. Yeah. Uh, but this is the one, like, the biggest one of that nature. Yeah. I mean, uh, and there's just not, like, point and click, go! It's like, obviously there's lighting and, uh, uh, like, all that other stuff that goes yeah. to effect. They're just shooting it on a phone. Well, I know Soderbergh is, like, one of those guys that's, like, really experimental when it comes to stuff, too. Like, he's the one that, like, I think he, like, directed a film... Where, like, he cast, like, a porn star in, like, the main, in, like, the main, uh, like, the main... Title role? Title role, yeah. Mm, cool. He did that, and then, uh, he was the one that directed that one with that chick that was, like, a UFC fighter, that where she was, like, an assassin. Had, like, Michael Fassbender Oh, yeah, in it. uh, Gina Carrero or yeah. something. Gina Carrero? Carano. Carano? Yeah. Oh, Haywire is what it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's all about, like, experimental stuff. Cool. Well, it seems to be doing all right for him, I suppose. Not everything is, like, a huge acclaimed success, but at least watchable, Mm -hmm. I would have to say. Um, So I'd be interested to see how this goes. I'm for it. 
It could revolutionize the industry, JT. Didn't they film a movie that was like all like all on FaceTime or something? Like it was called Unfriended or something? It was like a horror movie? Maybe. That sounds familiar. What happened to that one like live movie that was that was going to be shooting in the UK. You remember we brought that up like a few... Yeah, like, I guess it happened. Ago? I don't know if they're going to release it on DVD or what, but I guess it happened. It just happened in real time live. Yeah. I don't know. I would like to see how that went. Uh, I feel like this fan is really loud. Yeah, probably is. Can you pick it up on the mics? I can't tell until we get it back the next day. There's been some times where the fan's been pretty loud and I couldn't really tell. Good. Live producing on air. Fan love talk. It. We do it. <laughs> we bring you in. We bring you in. Uh, well, J JT, apparently Dunkirk is doing su like very well. I was going to say surprisingly well. But was, no, there's no surprise to it. There's going to be people that are just going to J their C's all over. <laughs> Jerk their cock? Is that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, now in recent weeks... I've probably been quoted saying, I don't give a shit about Dunkirk. Yeah. Like, I'm over it. Just doesn't mm -hmm. look appealing to me. Yeah. But now all this huge positive hype yeah. has me very interested. Oh, yeah. In fact, some reviewer quoted... Well, I'm not going to... I don't have the quote. But the quote... It's essentially, nobody make a movie for the rest of the year because this one has the Oscar. Don't yeah. even worry about putting shit out. I'm all like, right. Dang, that's high praise. It's so high, in fact, I got stats for it. Rotten Tomatoes, 96%. Oh, jeez. Was at a 98%. Uh -oh. IMDb has at a 9.4 out of 10. Metacritic, 97%. What does Box Office Mom have to say? Didn't look at Box Office Damn Mom it. yet. I do not. <laughs> I do not care unless I know how many buckets it's been given. <laughs> and Google has it at a 94%. Okay. Who knows? I can look up Box Office Mom right now if you want to know. Doing it live on air. Oh, no. I will do it. No! I will do it. Oh, my God. We're going to see what Box Office Mom has to say about Dunkirk live on the Box air. Box Office Mom. <laughs> uh... Should have said Dunkirk, Box Office Mom. Well, you were talking and it also got you. Okay, Google. Box Office Mom, Dunkirk. <laughs> Google, you bitch. Didn't give me anything I wanted. Ugh. Well, it's on the docket for next week. Maybe. Maybe. We have it on the we have it on the cat calendar right yeah. now. We might fit it in sometime this month. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Not really, because next week's the last month of the week. Or last week of the month. Okay. But we have a special we'll figure something thing. Out. We do have a special thing for next week. week. More yes. on that later. Uh, so, yeah, Dunkirk looking pretty good. Don't know if we can get to it. There's a l bit of a shindig happening in the small town area yep. this weekend. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, JT, another thing to rock the internet this last week. Doctor Who dropped a bombshell yeah. on the world. Now, we were talking about this, uh, like, a while ago, about when the Master came out as a new form, mm -hmm. and it was quite surprising. Yeah. Now, maybe the Doctor is following suit? Mm-hmm. The newest Doctor, who is to take over uh, Peter Capaldi's position after the Christmas special, 
is Jody Whitaker from Broadchurch, and she happens to be a woman. Oh yeah, the first female doctor ever. Yes, quite surprising. That day, the top ten, like the top ten trending things on Twitter, seven of them were Doctor Who stuff. Jesus, I took a screenshot of it, but it does no good on a on an audio podcast. <laughs> Just take my word for it. Seven of the top ten things. Listen to us. Look at it. <laughs> Ooh. Whoa! <laughs> One, two, three, <laughs> four. Uh, this is us counting. <laughs> also leaving after the Christmas special would be Stephen Moffat. Yeah. Uh, the oh, longtime writer of the newly... Yeah, uh, he's been writing for a while for I, them. Yeah, I'm pretty sure ever since... Um, not Tenant. Matt was, Smith. Was it Matt Smith? I think he became pretty prevalent when it was Matt Smith, but I think he wrote a few when uh, Eccleston was in there a little bit too, maybe. Was it? I think he might have started at Eccleston. Yeah. Like, I think he, he's he was, rebooted the whole thing. Like, Whovians are probably just fucking barking at us right now. Oh, yeah. They're probably just... <laughs> but I'm pretty sure he restarted the whole series into what it is known today. Yeah. As, as Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. And he is also leaving. So, we're getting a new Doctor and a new, like, showrunner yeah. for the whole thing. It could be quite a flippity-floppity-turning-aroundy thing. Look out. Are you excited for this, JT? Yeah, if I ever get back into Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah, same here. Uh, I'm, I'm stoked for it. Um, I heard you say that Capaldi gets better. As time goes on. Like, I liked him kind of right I off the bat. I heard he gets better. Oh, you didn't get that? You just kind of stopped? Because I thought well, you were going uh, back through it. When uh, he first starts, I really liked him. But then they do this whole, like, weird midlife crisis thing with him yeah. where he's... He has sunglasses. Right. He, he has, um... Yeah, he has uh, those... Uh, instead of the the wand god damn it sonic screwdriver yeah instead of the sonic screwdriver Jesus. i'm losing it i've watched it for a while instead of a sonic screwdriver he has the fucking sonic sunglasses where he just like puts on puts them on and does the fucking bewitched nose wiggle thing and then stuff happens where i'm god. like every time you say that it sounds worse and worse it is terrible it's fucking awful <laughs> It's so lazy, and then he they have him like play a guitar solo like every fucking episode, n- for no reason. <laughs> so I could never get into it. I'm, I heard like it gets better once they get into their Christmas episode, but that's like still like maybe five or six more episodes you need to watch of this bullshit. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Um, but I'm excited for this. I mean, we were chatting it up a while ago, and not only us, but other Doctor Who fans out there as well. Yeah. For those of you who didn't know, we were going to start a Doctor Who podcast. Oh, yeah. Two on Who. Two on Who. (laughs) We even had a theme song. We We even did a first episode. I don't think we ever released it. Yeah. It just didn't work out. No. I don't know what we were trying to do. It was like an episode-by-episode thing where we just go over Doctor Who episodes. Yeah. But we just didn't get... It we didn't never, click. No. Didn't click. I like our theme song. Oh, yeah. And you can find it on our SoundCloud if you want. Oh, yeah. So, check it out. <laughs> check it out sometime. Yes. Uh, yeah. But anyway, excited for 
the lady Doctor Who. Yeah. It's going to be exciting uh, flippy flop of uh, companion and Doctor relationships. Yeah. Like, like that, they could possibly do more male companions. Maybe, yes. To bounce off each other. We've only had a few, like Rory, um, Jack. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack was like kind of like a... Like, he was only, like, in a few episodes, I think, though. Right. But who... And, like... But there's always that constant, Nikki. like... There's always, like, like that <laughs> constant um, female companion, though. Right. Right, There right. was never really... It was never really, like, male, male. Right. Right. So, maybe we might get the male companion female doctor. Bit of a partnership there. Who knows? We will see coming this winter, maybe? Or Christmas next. episode, you said. Next. Well, I didn't know if... I know that's when the change is going to happen. Okay. I don't know when her new episodes will start to air. We'll see. Who knows how the British Broadcasting Company does it. <laughs> yeah. Um, last bit of news I have, JT. D23 happened this last weekend. We were just talking I about... I know. We wondered when, when it was D23? happening. When is I never know when it, it happens. It was right under our noses. Turns out... It was sneaking up on us, yeah. waiting for us to shove our stupid, fat, ugly, stinky feet in her mouth. <laughs> yeah. And then it dropped. And it really... To me, it didn't really... They didn't really do anything. Yeah. They put out a trailer, which I'll talk about later. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and they announced a few things. But otherwise, like... You really had to be there, I yeah, guess. Yeah, they did a lot of stuff where it was exclusive to the people that went... Yeah, I mean, which is good. I mean, if I bought tickets to something, I would hate to, like, get home from it yeah, and have it like, all be on the internet. Here's what all happened! <laughs> but uh, they announced a few things. I'm going to say them right here. Do it. Uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet, Wreck-It Ralph 2 is going to be a thing. Uh, reprising John C. Riley and Sarah Silverman in their roles. Awesome. Uh, apparently, they're going to do stuff on the internet. <laughs> Maybe internet gaming. And uh, I also heard, read something that uh, they will introduce some Star Wars and Marvel characters in this as well. Well, they could. Yeah, why not? Why not? Throw them in there. Uh, did you like Wrecker Ralph, JT? Yeah, I, I liked it quite a bit. Me too. I, I kind of forget about it, but I liked it. It was okay. Yeah, it's like the Toy Story for video games, pretty much. Well put. <laughs> I like where your head's at. Yeah. Uh, another thing they, uh, went more on is Incredibles 2. Oh, yeah. Uh, now, Incredibles 1 is what it's really called. Incredibles 1. Yeah. Came out 14 years ago mm-hmm. at this point, which seems forever. But it will take place right as 1 ends. It's oh, gonna shit. just go, keep going. Oh, shit. Yeah, and so... Yeah, because, like, that mole guy shows up at the end of the... The Underminer! Oh, yeah, the Underminer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we're gonna go right off from there, and apparently it's gonna be more of an of a an Elastigirl story Ooh, rather shit. than a Mister Incredible story. Well, look, I know. he's out raising the kids; she's out whooping some ass. We saw him grow up. Now is she gonna grow up or what? <laughs> uh, so we get to see more of that. Apparently there's 25 more superheroes added to the cast. Jesus Christ. Like, uh, how, j- just kind of like how they had, like, in the first one, like, there's Gazer Beam and Frozone and yeah. just little ones that just one-offs. So that'd be cool. 
Um, I'm excited for Incredibles 2. I've been excited for anything Incredibles since Incredibles came out. I'm for it. I'm into it. And to now's the perfect time. Actually, like, ten years ago would have been the perfect time, but... Hey, nostalgia's all abuzz right now. <laughs> uh, news on the Aladdin front, JT. They've cast Aladdin. Yeah. It's a relative unknown. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is his first major motion picture. Uh, Mina Masood will be taking that purple vest and wearing it in style. Uh, also so found out that the Pink Ranger is oh, going to be Jasmine, not Trini. Okay. Yes. But she was yeah, yeah. she was cast. The Pink Ranger was. Okay. Yes. Oh, my word. Wind is picked up. Oh, shit. More on the storm there front. There we go. <laughs> there goes the power. <laughs> uh, so, still looking forward to Aladdin, even though your boy isn't in it. Yeah, not, not my boy's not in it, but I'll, uh... Sure. I don't Solid think it's... sure. I don't know, because I just don't like Will Smith as the as the genie. Not even if he raps? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. He's going to have a hard hard uh, it's, road it's to really hoe. It's really hard to fill the shoes of Robin, Robin Williams, yeah. especially with how all over the place he was with it. Yeah. But you know what? He didn't do... Robin Williams wasn't the genie in the second one. Some guy took his place and he came back for the third one. Okay. And I never noticed when I was a kid, some guy just doing a Robin Williams impression. Well, we'll see. We'll see how we'll, we'll see what Will Smith can do. Maybe it's a Will Smith doing a Robin Williams impression. Well, then that'll probably be entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they also showed a bit of a sizzle reel. For Star Wars, which is available online to watch. Did you watch that sizzle reel? I didn't see. I, I, I heard it was like a bunch of like um, behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, it is just a bunch of behind the scenes stuff. Which I think they did that with uh, Force Awakens too. And I remember seeing that and I was like, yeah, I didn't really need to see this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's kind of cool to see like the practical stuff on set. Yeah. That's cool. I'm like, you're really going for it. Mm-hmm. But uh, other than that, yeah, I, there's a lot of... I don't like it's weird in this one because there's always a ton of like just alien creatures around, a variety yeah. of them. Oh yeah. But in this one it looks like there's like a lot of alien animals around. Did okay. you did you see it? No, I, I didn't see it. I can't remember. You just probably said it like 10 seconds ago when I wasn't listening. Yeah, I did say it like 10 seconds. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> but like apparently Luke that island that he's on is home to like little cute little like little cute animals. Yeah. Like puffer-like animals or whatever, like so they're, they're gonna like be smaller Ewoks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of. But they're like more amorphous, I guess, and blob-like, like just little cute little blobs. Oh, wonderful! I don't know. And I saw like some sort of ice fox. Ice fox? <laughs> You'll know what I'm talking about as soon as you see it. <laughs> and something else too. But it it just kind of throws you off guard. It's like. Yeah, I'm used to seeing, like, alien, like, people, in quotes. Yeah. But, like, not just, like, livestock or whatever around. Yeah. Like, you're talking about banthas. Yeah, Plenty of, of banthas out yeah. there. I mean, of course there's banthas. Of course. Common knowledge. Gee, come on. Uh, they also showed some... Tauntauns. Can't forget tauntauns. <laughs> tauntauns. I mean, but these are big creatures we're talking about. Near vehicles. Yeah. Some say another character of well, the tauntaun's movie. Well, tauntauns a vehicle, too. That's what they I said. Tauntauns. Vehicles, yeah. 
Tauntauns? Banthas? I thought these smelled better <laughs> on the outside. Uh, they also showed a bit of lightsaber play uh, with Rey and Kylo Ren. Oh, shit. They've upped Rematch. the action in this. Rematch! <laughs> Apparently, Rey and Luke will be the heart of the film, and it'll be a stunning tribute to General Leia as well. Okay. It'll be a good time. Check out that ice fox. <laughs> I'm begging you. It even shows an ice fox with the face off of it, so you can see the robotics inside. Oh, God. It makes it horrifying. <laughs> Just something not for children. Uh, last bit of news, uh, on the D23 front, the Infinity War stuff mm -hmm. was met with raucous enthusiasm. Oh, yeah. So I hear. I heard about this. Um, there's a lot of details that I didn't want to dive into my, just myself personally. Yeah. Because with Spider-Man Homecoming out and me knowing a lot about it, it kind of downplayed the movie a bit for me. Okay. So I'm trying, I'll watch a trailer... Maybe yeah. two, because Marvel Disney isn't so bad with spoilers yeah. so much. Yeah. But I'm going to try to stay away f more now from okay. Infinity War. Okay. It's only ten months away. It is. It's coming so, up. It's sneaking up on you. It's going to sneak right up on you. And it's gonna it'll drop right in your lap. <laughs> it'll bite you. <laughs> it'll bite you right in your tush. Ah. Right in your little tush. The one thing that I heard that made my eyes almost roll out of my head... Was that one of the biggest reactions was there's a scene where uh, Peter Parker's hairs stand up on his arm right before something bad happens. And right. everyone's just like, this is so good spider sense! <laughs> right. Yeah. I heard I'm that just... too. <sighs> uh, <laughs> Another okay. thing I heard, but this was on a podcast I heard because they were going over some of this stuff too. Yeah. Is that Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. Takes a planet out of the sky and hurls it at the Avengers. Oh, So fuck. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> How do you live from that? That yeah. seems like a Death Star type move. Yeah. So we'll see. Maybe, I, he didn't see it either. So he's, it's out of context of like what it actually means to do that. Yeah. But that's what I heard. So I'm oh like, God. that is insane. And Anthony Mackie is even quoted saying, the fights in Infinity War are like 25 airport scenes all mixed together. Jesus I'm Christ. Like, Anthony Mackie, hype train, no going shit. again, start up Mackie that's all, that's, again. Yeah, I know, that's why we, we had his own segment. <laughs> so yeah, I'm looking forward to Infinity War, but I am trying to... Step back. Unless something is, like, forcefully put upon me, I'm not going to go out and... Unless someone, like, clockwork oranges you. Right. <laughs> makes me watch the whole film before I see the film. <laughs> yeah, so hopefully uh, I can stay away from that stuff. It's very tempting to look at. Thus, I'll watch it and just spoil all the God damn it, I knew it. That's all the news I have this time. I'll just KT. be like, Troy, guess what I saw? No! All this! All this! Stop! No! Uh, speaking of Avengers news, Troy, I got some Ant-Man and the Wasp news. Oh. Added somebody to the cast. Paul Rudd, back. Well, I'm pretty sure, yeah, he's going to be... Michael Pena, back. <laughs> sure. Evangeline new, Lilly. This is new ba oh. casting. Okay. 
Uh, Walton Goggins. Who? They brought on. That's a fake name. No, it's. <laughs> he's a. Uh, Walton Goggins. Yeah. He's a uh, here. Go on. You probably know here. This is what he looks like. That guy. Yeah, I know him. <laughs> I know that Goggins-looking face anywhere. All right, fair enough. But no, he was uh, he was a really big part in Justified, which I'm a good big fan of. So I did you finish that? Did not finish it. I got halfway through the second season. Well, I wasn't into it, so it won't turn into one of those things where I tried watching ah. it on my own and then just never found time. But it's Welcome good. Welcome to my life. I know. <laughs> but no, it's good. He's good. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I want to see what they do with him in it. Bring it on, Goggins. Bring it on. Uh, Troy, I got some possibly scandalous oh my God. DC news involving Justice League. Oh, my God. So, uh catch up on the stories so uh zach mm-hmm. snyder had to step away right. from justice league because of a terrible family tragedy yes which brought on joss whedon the joss to Joss-us. finish <laughs> justice league mm-hmm. but uh kind of led us to think that you know i mean it, terrible tragedy zach snyder stepping away right joss whedon taking over but then there was a lot of talk about very extensive reshoots once joss whedon came in two and a half months worth which made us think, uh, is there a possible uh, DC coup coming in here? What? And we were like, ah, probably not. You know, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, reshoots that take place right. when a movie's done. But something happened this past week. Oh my god! Where speculation is continuing to mount about a DC coup when uh, Zack Snyder was removed from all Justice League mentions on Twitter. What? Yeah. They're like wiping, they're like pretty much just wiping his name off of any kind of Justice League news. Everything. Yeah. WB you said was doing this? Yeah. Like the Twitter account for Justice League, they're just like not even talking about Zack Snyder. Really? Yeah. And are they including Joss Whedon? Yeah. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> The hairs on my arm are standing up, Oh, Joel. my God. <laughs> spider stuff. Cool. <laughs> That's very strange. Yeah. <laughs> Watch, we see it, and his name isn't even in the credits. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> It'll be like, Zach who? Who's that? Who? Who? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. WB might be... Blackballing. Pulling, pulling some shady business over there. Oh my god. Let's see. More than that as that develops. Yeah. Wow. We got our we got our finger on the pulse right now <laughs> of all this. Uh it's my finger on the pulse. <laughs> Troy twenty sixteen brought about a lot of good movies, a lot of movies that people also complained about too. Okay. Mm, a lot of complaints out there. Uh they put out a list of the top of most complained about films via social media. Who's complaining? About what? Well, I don't know. We'll see. What do you think was the most complained about film in, in 2016? 2016? Besides Nine Lives? <laughs> well, I think more people need to see Nine Lives to complain <laughs> about it. I'm going to say Batman v Superman. Batman v Superman. Troy, you'll be surprised. It is actually Deadpool. 
Really? Was the most complained about film in 2016. What? Which kind of makes sense because it's like the first like rated R live action like superhero film. Sure. So I'm sure there's a lot of kids that went and saw it and a lot of parents being like, oh my God, you watched this? I brought my kid to this? It's rated R, you dumb bitch. Oh, dude. People are stupid. (laughs) You fucking idiot. People are stupid. I've heard, like, I've, like, seen, like, parents walking with their six-year-old where, like, the fucking person behind the desk is like, you know it's rated R, right? It's like, well, what what the worst could it be? It's a marble. It's a Spider-Man. It's a marble, Phil. Yeah, he's like a Spider-Man with a sword. (laughs) I mean, what's the worst that could happen in this? Who is this? Is that Spider-Man? Yeah, the Spider-Man. And, uh, why, why is he yeah. cursing so much? Yeah, why is he in his web shooters? <laughs> Does he have a spider sense? <laughs> yeah. Where's his hairs on his arms standing up? <laughs> I want to cheer about it. <laughs> but yeah, that's, there you go. Most complained about Deadpool. film in 2016. Really? Yeah. Hey, when you're innovative... Sometimes it rubs people the wrong way. Oh, my God. Keep that in mind. Went against the grain. Hey, that's when you know you're doing something right. Uh. (laughs) That's when you know you're doing something right. (laughs) Uh, Troy, you love them Chippendales, right? Love them Chippendales. The dancers. Yeah. Big fan, I hear. Yeah. Them and and Barbies. Going through my diary again? Yep. (laughs) That's like number two, right, right below Barbies, right? As your one of your favorite things, top two things in the world. Well, good news for you, Troy. They're making a Chippendales movie. Didn't they do that? It's called like Magic Mike. Well, this is going to be about the actual Chippendale, <laughs> oh. like the the company right. Chippendales from the eighties, not the Rescue Rangers. No. Right. No. The it's, dancers. This is going to be about the dancers from the eighties with the cuffs and the bow tie and the and tight pants. They cast some two heavy hitters for this film. One of them being Dev Patel okay. from Slumdog Millionaire. Okay. Another one being Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller? Yeah. As a dancer? Uh, I I don't know. Maybe. Maybe he's getting jacked for this. <laughs> ben Stiller? Yes. Ben Stiller will be... Jacked. Well, I don't know. Chippendales. Sure. We'll say that he is. Jacked. He's <laughs> <laughs> gonna start working out now. You better. Get better get in get I cannot get a tight see package Ben Stiller. I'm sure I'm pretty this. sure he's not gonna be a dancer, Troy. He's just gonna be in the fucking movie. <laughs> Christ. Listen, Kevin Nash was a dancer in Magic Mike, so maybe anything can happen. That dude's a beefcake, though. You seen him? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Total beefcake. <laughs> Total beefcake. Uh, a lot of shit you've already said. Good. Uh, <laughs> Beat you to it. Uh, Troy, Green Lantern Corps. We've been talking a whole bunch about this lately. Seems right. we've got news on it every week. Almost. Got well, new news? They got a big star in talks to be to possibly starring in one of the major roles in Green Lantern Corps. Okay. You heard about this? Nope. Who do you think it is? 
Chris. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, Tyrese Gibson. Oh, doing the John Stewart role. Yes. He's been in talks of wanting to do it forever. Yeah. Let him have it. He's chomping at the bit. Give it to Let him. Let the dog loose, I say. Here he's pretty charming in that Fast and Furious franchise. Franchise. The FFF. Fast and Furious franchise. Yes. <clears throat> you know what? I'm into it. Let him have it. We haven't seen actually any good representation of, like, Jon Stewart in anything except for, like, the animated Justice League film. Yeah. Like, even now, he kind of gets pushed aside in the books. Because it's always Hal Jordan, Hal Jordan, Hal Jordan, Hal Jordan. Yeah. But, like, most of the kids that are just under our age for, like, ten years or so, like, grew up with Jon Stewart as their Green Lantern for that Justice League, like, cartoon. They didn't know Hal Jordan was, like, the first one. Give him his due. Give him his due, is what I say. Well, so we'll see. I'm off to see a Guy Gardner myself. All right. The asshole Green Lantern. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no idea who that is, but I'm going to take your word for it. He's got a rock and bowl cut and a vest. And he's a dick. As a as a fellow sporter of the bowl cut at one time, <laughs> I'm for this. He no longer has the bowl cut. Originally had a bowl cut. Bring it on. Bring it back. Bring it back, baby. Uh, last week we talked about that Spider-Man Homecoming. Yes. Rock that number 1 at the box office. Uh-huh. Should be a major, huge hit, but, but got dethroned this past week. Heard it. Heard it. Got dethroned by them apes and That's their right. war. Yes. And War for Planet of the Apes taking that top spot this week. Mm-hmm. Dethroning that Marvel juggernaut. That's right. Is it Trouble in Paradise, maybe? Oh, don't know. I don't know. Well, uh, we may have some more word on War for the Planet of the Apes. Another segment that we do. Oh my word! May may have uh, may have seen it this past week. Oh weekend. my! More on that later. More on that as that develops. More, yeah, as it develops. <laughs> it's, it, well, it pretty much has developed. But. Uh, yes, I'm cannot. Pretty much said like almost all my news. Well, I got all the hot ones, JT. Yeah. Oh, I, Troy, Emmy. Nominations happened this past week. Oh, did they? So much stuff happened in that D23. These Emmy nominations slipped underneath the mat. What? Nobody knew. Nobody knew. Mm. Uh, Are they as good as the Teen Choice Award picks that we have still <laughs> on, uh, on the docket here? Well, Coming well, up I... soon, August 13th. Oh, yes, that's right. We got that bet going. Yes. Loser buys beer, it says. Yes. Loser does buy beer. In fact, okay. So I wrote <laughs> I wrote down all of our choices, but I didn't write down whose is whose. Oh, I think we can figure it out. Um, mine, I think, is <laughs> on the right. Yours are on the right? Yeah. All right. Mine are on the right. Okay. I'm going to notate that so I can remember. All right, so I got. Uh, I'll go through just the series, for the, so we don't spend a lot of time on it. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Uh, nominees for outstanding comedy series. Uh huh. Got uh, Veep. Okay. Liking that so far. Okay. Veep is good. Uh, Modern Family. Okay. Atlanta. Okay. Still want to check that out. Me too. Uh, Unbreakable Me too. Kimmy Schmidt. Uh, okay. 
Blackish. All right. Master of None. Oh, have you checked out season two? Did you say? I did. I liked it quite a bit. Okay. And uh, Silicon Valley. Oh, yes, course. babe. Oh, yeah. What's your favorite in that so far, Troy? Uh, Silicon Valley's uh, top there, I, I am think, for thinking, me. I think I might go with Silicon Valley. They had yeah. a pretty strong season this past season. Yeah. I haven't... Uh, I've watched the first two episodes of the newest season. I haven't gotten back to it yet. Still good? Good. Great. <laughs> uh, outstanding drama series, Troy. Okay. We got uh, Better Call Saul. Uh-huh. Uh, this Is Us. House of Cards. Uh-huh. Westworld. Okay. The Crown. The Handmaid's Tale. Oh. And Stranger Things. In a drama. Oh, my. Yeah. It's got some dramatic points to it. I suppose you're right. <laughs> uh, what what does What's your pick for that? Uh, I really like Stranger Things, but I don't think it would get it. I'm going to say either Handmaid's Tale or The Crown, probably. Hmm. So I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the crown. Yeah. Because everyone likes a period piece. Yeah, I could see that. Though though I am a big fan of Better Call Saul. I think personally, I think I would go with Handmaid's Tale. I yeah. think Handmaid's Tale was really fucking good. Yeah. I keep hearing that too, and I want to get to it, and I just it's hard. Yeah, it's so hard. highly suggest you check it out. Okay. It's really good. Right on. Yeah. Uh, go into limited series. All right. Uh, we got Big Little Lies. Okay. Fargo. Oh, my word. That Fast giant truck that just drove by. <laughs> so what was the other? Fargo was the other one? Fargo. Uh, the Night Of. Uh, Feud. And Genius. Hmm. I think Genius is that one about, like, uh, Albert Einstein they're doing, like, on the History Channel or something. Oh. Well, not that one. Okay. <laughs> I was, well... I said on here, I was a pretty big fan of Big Little Lies. Yeah. And I heard, I kept hearing good things about The Night Of, and I want to get back into it. I might say The Night Of, it would take that one, because I heard a lot of great things about The Night Of. Yeah. Hmm. Not to discount the other ones, because those are all really good, but, like, I haven't seen any of them, I don't think. So, but I've heard a lot of hot talk and hot goss about the night of oh yeah so um, that's i think that would be my pick yeah i i, I don't know i like big little lies well that's your opinion that's just like your opinion man so yeah we'll see we we'll see <coughs> we'll see <laughs> uh i'm just going through like the some of the other categories for outstanding made for tv movie one of the categories on it san junipero really yeah Wow, Black Mirror. Yeah. I dig it. <laughs> Before that. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. All the rest of them are just kind of writers and actors and stuff. So there you go. Emmys coming up. Not sure exact. September 17th. Okay. 2017. That's when they're airing. <laughs> It'd be weird if it wasn't in 2017. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gotta wait a whole four years for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Troy, have you ever read Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus? No, but... Trying to understand that better sex? <laughs> Come on, Troy. <laughs> I've heard it uh, mentioned a few hundred thousand times in my lifetime. Yeah, well, you're gonna get married, you better check this out. 
<laughs> Men and women are different. Throw an elbow at you, you know. They're a little bit different from us. <laughs> what about it? Uh, apparently, they're going to be making a movie based off the book. Okay. Not sure exactly what it's going to entail, but it's going to be titled Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. It's going to be like... Uh... He's just not that into you type sure. of thing. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> let's do one of those fucking things. <laughs> uh, but Yeah, so there you go. Right on. There's not looking forward to that. Uh, last bit of news. Getting back on that DC news, Troy. What? That uh, Ben Affleck Batman film. Yes. Well, it's not Ben Affleck anymore. It's just going to be Batman film. Right. Ben Affleck jumping at, dropping out of the director. Right. Writer Maybe and even director. For <laughs> yeah. Dropping out of the writer director role. Right. It's going to be Batman. Right. Well, apparently they're not taking anything from Ben Affleck's work in it. It's going to start completely from scratch. What a waste of time. Yep. What a fucking <laughs> waste of time. <laughs> That's fine. I don't care. Yeah. So who cares? <laughs> like we really had no idea what it was anyway. So who cares? Yeah. It's it's fine. Just do just do your thing. Just do who gives your a thing. shit. Do what works, man. Just do do what works. <laughs> I also have some DC news that I just remembered. That uh, apparently, The Rock will not be appearing in the Captain Marvel movie. <gasps> He will only be appearing in the Black Adam movie. Oh. Weird, huh? Some These weird... Yeah, these are weird <laughs> fucking... Sometimes I'm like, want to give DC credit, but then they have these weird announcements for different movies where I just don't know what they're doing. Right. <laughs> like, who cares? Like, would you go to see just a Riddler movie? Like... The Riddler. Like, you don't know if Batman's going to be in it or not. It's just a Riddler movie. Yeah, I don't know. No. And shit, Black Adam is known less than the Riddler. So. <laughs> oh, uh, stemming off that news, since you stemmed off my news. Okay. Uh, they Telltale put out some uh, trailers and info about their upcoming seasons. Yes. One of them is season two for Batman, where the key villain is the Riddler. Oh, my. Stemming off that news, JT. Oh my god! We're just gonna play a... <laughs> I a news never chain going here. finished playing the first one. I have the disc at my house. Still need to play it. Still in the middle of other games. Stemming off that news. Still haven't beaten Uncharted. Stemming off that. Spider-Man is gonna play young Nathan Drake. Stemming off that. The arm hair is rising, JT. Spider sense. <laughs> Full brought circle. it all back around. Full circle. Chelsea Danger in here scoffing at my huge ass beers cup. <laughs> and then giving up. me a double thumbs up. Double and it looked like up. what she was going to say, fuck yeah. And then she <laughs> <laughs> high fived herself. She high fived herself out of the room. <laughs> she all cum shot? <laughs> Oh, freeze frame, jump shot. Oh, jump shot. That shot. <laughs> Either one is just as exciting. Yeah. <laughs> one a little more than the other. Mm. 
Well, that'll bring us into uh, you, the bit. You want to do the bit? Got two bits, Troy. Oh, my God, JT. Trying to sour the show. Yeah. On top of, well, the first one, I spoiled Public in the Reno. beginning. Right. Because it's going to be based off of our show tonight. Right. Uh, George Romero. That's right. Dying well, we didn't even do the song. We didn't do the song. Oh, my God. Should have did it right up top for the whole show. <laughs> yep. The show is DOA anyway. You know what? This would be a lot easier <laughs> if Neil would just record the fucking song. What's his problem? I think he's just an asshole. <laughs> Faithful listener, but an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> uh, people die and it's the pits. Please stay tuned to Neil's bits. Ooh, we got a drum in there. That's right. Mix that, Neil. Just add it in. Make a song out of it. Mix it with that mix nuts. You know what? Or any other listener make a song. Yeah. <laughs> just do it. Your name has to be Neil, though. Not even. Just. You could lie to us. Yeah. Just be like in lieu of Neil's bits. Yeah. This, here's a song. You'd be Neil's song it. surrogate. That's right. Just like GHD is my surrogate. Yeah, you're a new surrogate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah, George Romero, the yes. highlight of the zombie film genre. And the highlight of our show tonight. That's very true. Double highlights. Uh, he died this last week at 77 of a very sudden bout with lung cancer. That is very sudden. Yes, it was very sudden, uh, his family said, and it took him very quickly, which is unfortunate. 77's yeah. a long... Uh, Long yep. life? Well, well, yeah, at that age, it's hard to keep that stuff under wraps. But what a legacy he has. Not only the titular Night of the Living Dead, which we're reviewing this evening, Yep. Uh, but that spurred off uh, the zombie yeah. as we know it. Yes. <laughs> uh, he, he pretty much cre- established the mythos. Right. And a slew of... Of the Dead movies. Yeah. Dawn of the Dead. Uh, Return of the Dead. Day of the Dead. All of the Dead. Joke on it! <laughs> and uh, revamps and remakes of those films as well. Yes. Uh, and apparently he had four other written projects at the time of his passing yeah. that have yet to be produced. I listened to a podcast today where I guess he was supposed to be the original writer and director of the Resident Evil but then he they he dropped out. Oh, really? Yeah. We'll see what that turned into. A big fucking mess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, George Romero, you will be missed. Oh, yeah. Through your contributions to... Especially through our show tonight when we review Night of the Living Dead. More on that as that develops. More on that. Top of the hour. And what uh, was the other one that you were... Uh, dying at... Oh, man, I forgot what the age was, but uh, Martin Landau. Oh, really? Died this past week, yes. Oh, no. Yep. That's terrible. <laughs> Martin Landau? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to cry. That's just too bad. <laughs> well, he was find pretty more, old. Find I think, more info. I think he was, like, in his 80s, I believe. But, uh, yeah, I saw a lot of, just mainly based off of the friends that I know, a lot of references to his stint in Ready to Rumble. <laughs> You're right. Where he was, like, Sal Barzini or something. I don't know what his name was. 
Yeah, but he was in that. Uh, I guess he won an Oscar for being an Ed Wood. As uh, I think he was he was Bella Lugosi and Ed Wood. I'm looking him up. Look him up, Troy. Right now. Dies at 89. 89. Yes. B- long, long age. Yes. Very, very uh, prolific actor. Yep. He was all over the place. I think he starred in... He starred in Mission Impossible, I believe. The original show? Yeah. Oh, my. So Martin Landau all over the place. Chances are he's touched your life in one way or another. Yeah. There's actually... Uh, I can't remember what it was on. I think it might have been a WTF. If you can, if it's not behind like a paywall right now, there was a episode, like an episode where Mark Maron like interviews Martin Landau, and yeah. it's really interesting. He oh, tells shit. his whole life story about like how he, I, it's about how he started acting like way way back when, and yeah. like how it was a simpler time and all that other kind of stuff. It was really interesting. I like. Nice. For a while there, he was doing a stint where he was just interviewing just, like, older actors and people in the industry and stuff. And it was, like, really an interesting journey you get taken on. Like, oh, yeah. how different it was back then oh, to, I like, bet. how it cha- what it turned into and all that. Uh, really cool. Sweet. If it's not behind a pay window, I would definitely suggest trying to listen to that. Sweet. There you have it. Yeah, those, those are the two bits. All I right. Got. Very good. Well, moving on to something new. Something fresh, because the footage is out there, and it's done. It's done. <laughs> That's a stinger every week. Yep, there you go. Uh, the trailers of the week, JT, I've got two. I've got a plenty. Uh, a plenty? Yeah, I don't... I remember watching it's a whole bunch of them. I don't even remember how many I saw. But you start. All right. The first one I have is something that came out of D23, uh, A Wrinkle in Time. Yes. uh, The newest big novel-to-movie adaptation uh, starring Chris Pine, Oprah, Mindy Kaling, and Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. As well as two others that I didn't know who they were. They're like new Mm up-and-comers. But uh, yeah, they're taking the original novel and adapting it to film and it's a pretty sweet it's a pretty sweet trailer i like it it looks neat i it's all set to eurythmic sweet dreams which i also love because i love that song oh yeah but i have you ever read a wrinkle in time uh molly has because i watched the trailer with her and then the first thing that she said after she saw it like with every trailer for a movie that she read the book to was it better not fuck it up (laughs) See, I read A Wrinkle in Time when I was a, a little too young, I think. Yeah. And I didn't really understand it. It was maybe too heavy of an idea with time travel and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Because they talk about like that, and I think they even bring up Tesseract in it. Yeah. Which could be the crossover between the Avengers and A Wrinkle in Time. Oh, my God. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> I, I don't remember much of it, but from the trailer... It looks like they packed a lot more action yeah. in the movie than they did that I ever remember from the book. Yeah. And I, I've i heard something where like different characters play different versions of the same character. 
Ooh, like a Dr. Parnassus? Yeah, kind of. So I... <laughs> well, no, like, younger versions of... Because I guess, like, Oprah's supposed to be an older version of, like, another person that they show in there. Or an older version of, like, yeah, of, sure. like, a younger person in there somewhere. So I don't know. I don't know. There Me was, like, neither. a whole lot of, like, stuff online where it's like, Oh, she plays this, who's also this. Like, or whatever. Okay. I don't know. I'll figure <laughs> it out when I see the movie. I don't, I don't care. Uh, so, yeah, I'm. it looks cool. Like... I'll check it out. Why not? All right. I'm interested in it. Right. It got me by that sweet Eurythmic song. That's it. <laughs> That's all I needed. Just need to play a good song. That's right. That's right. Just, just trick me. I'm just going to make a <laughs> dog shit movie and just like, have it have the trailer to playing with the boys. You're going to be like, I'm on, guys. I am on board. This and looks I am really good. <laughs> this looks really good. It just looks like someone like just staring at a wall for nine hours. But they got that sweet trailer. They got that sweet trailer. We're out playing there. with playing the boys with on the there. Boys. <laughs> Kenny Loggins, bitch. You don't understand. I still need to keep looking at this wall. Playing with the boys. <laughs> There's something up with that wall, and I like it. Playing, <laughs> playing with the boys. Boys. <laughs> Yeah, uh, good idea. Make it happen. Uh, <laughs> the second trailer that I have is a, a movie from James Franco and Seth Rogen yes. called The Disaster Artist. Yes. I am looking forward to this movie. Yeah. I've been hearing, a like, a lot of praise for this, actually, too. Oh, really? Like, I've heard, like, people are, like, giving it, like, that awards praise for it. Hmm. Really? Yeah. Wouldn't that be a kick in the nuts for Tommy Wiseau? Yeah. <laughs> but I, I guess like they're like a lot of the stuff that they're going to talk about on this did happen because they're basing it off the book that the guy that played Mark wrote. Oh right. Yeah. You probably told me that before. Because so I think the book is called The Disaster Artist. Okay. And that like a lot of the stuff that they're that they're doing in this is based off of what he wrote in the book about his time filming The Room. Ooh. With Tommy Wiseau. I'm way interested now. Because, yeah. Because I guess, if you ask me, is he will not hold back on how <laughs> fucking weird Tommy Wiseau is. Uh, and they have, like, James Franco looks like he's up in a little bit of prosthetic makeup. Yeah. Like, the the thumbnail that they use for, like, what I use to watch the trailer, it's like a haunting photo of James Franco yeah. as Tommy Wiseau. Ugh. I heard like something where it was like people were confused and they just thought James Franco was playing low key. <laughs> I saw that too. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, but I'm I'm looking forward to it. The whole trailer is pretty much um them trying to get take after take after take of yeah, of a very famous uh, line from uh of the, the room. room. Yeah, yeah. So, if that is any indication of what actual filming was like holy fuck <laughs> <laughs> so yeah looking forward to it go. check out the trailer for disaster artist on the internet yeah might be part of uh what we might be doing next week maybe i don't know we'll Try see. to make it happen more on that later <laughs> as it develops as it develops the hair in my arm is standing <laughs> <laughs> freaking out man <laughs> So cool. <laughs> well, it's all your it's all your trailers, Troy. Mm -hmm. well, I got a few more. Uh, they just put out the first trailer for Guillermo del Toro's new endeavor, The Shape of Water. 
I saw that in the list of trailers, and I had no idea what it was, so I didn't watch it. Uh, it's about a woman, which looks like in like the 20s or 30s. She's a mute, uh-huh. and she kind of works as like a, like a cleaning lady at this like highly sophisticated lab where they have like a, a more of a, a water-based life form. Okay. Like a humanoid water-based life form in like a tank. And she kind of develops like a relationship with it because they both can't talk. So she kind of like teaches it sign language and they kind of oh. like grow a bond. But then like this lab's all about like wanting to like experiment on it, on it and stuff. I like that idea. Yeah. Sounds pretty cool. So uh, yeah, it looks really like the trailer looks pretty like good and it looks very Guillermo del Toro-y. Oh, good. So I'm check out I'm on trailer. board for I'm on board for checking it out. The Shape of Water, it's called. Shape of Water. And uh, also, I saw like a. Uh, it looks like a smaller film, but I'm all for it because it's uh, a movie called The Snowman, where Michael Fassbender plays a detective looking for a serial killer that bases a lot of his crimes around like dismembering people. And, like, building them into, like, snowmen. Ugh. Yeah, like, it looks fucked. Like, there's, like, a scene where, like, he makes a snowman, but then the head is, like, someone's actual head. Ugh. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, like, it looks super fucked. But it looks good. All right. Like, it kind of give, gives me, like, that girl the dragon tattoo feel. Because I think Ooh. it's based off a book that was written by, like, a Swedish author. Okay. So it's, like, all, it's, like, a very snowy backdrop. And a lot of the... Like, the crimes, like, look very, like, cold, and... I don't know. It looks really good. I cold really want to check it out. <laughs> cold crimes. Cold crimes. Cold crimes. Mistake not naming it that. Should have named it cold crimes. Co- co- cold crimes. Oh. <laughs> uh, last trailer I saw. This one was okay. Okay. Looking to me. Uh, Cody Smith McPhee... He's been in a few things, mainly as, like, a little kid. Now he's getting older. Okay. Uh, he's in a movie called Alpha, which kind of, like, takes place in, like, like 20,000 years ago, where Whoa. he's, like, part of, like, this tribe, and then he gets separated from them. They think he's dead, and then he injures and befriends a wolf, and they kind Whoa. of work together to... Battle the harshness of their surroundings. Alright. In an Ice Age type of thing? Yeah. Like, kind of like an Ice Age thing. But they don't like... It's not like mastodons and stuff. Like It's like actual re- regular animals that are like exist today. But it's like more of like a tribal type thing. Okay. Alright. I don't know. It looked, looked alright. Alright. I'll check it out. Yeah. The trailer, that is. Yeah. It's tra- well... Give it at least a trailer. I'll give it at least a trailer. I'll give it a old college try. Give the old college trailer <laughs> try. But yeah, that's all my trailers for. Well, then that tears it. We've been waiting this whole episode for us to get to Night of the Living Dead. In honor of the recently deceased George Romero. Yes. Uh, I got some stats for you before we get in. What would be a review without some stats? Of course. Uh, now, since this movie did come out in 1968, there's not a ton of stats out there. Yeah. But he had a budget of only $114,000. Okay. Nothing, really. Yeah, that's not a lot. Uh, 
box off worldwide box office of thirty million dollars. Ooh. Uh, in fact, in nineteen sixty nine, I think it yeah. was the UK's highest grossing film. Ooh, shit. Them uh, Brits love them zombies. Yes. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has it at a 96%. Ooh. IMDb has it at a 7.9 out of 10. And I couldn't find any funny site. Damn it. That actually had this reviewed. So yeah. Metacritic has it at an 87%. High gotcha. praise for a movie from 1968. Mm-hmm. High praise indeed. So with all that out there, JT, what happened in Night of the Living Dead? Well, we start not to scare out. me. <laughs> Look out. <laughs> uh, well, we start out with a <clears throat> with a uh, a woman by the name of Barbara mm-hmm. who is going with her brother to lay flowers on a relative's gravesite, which they apparently seem to not really care about at all. <laughs> I want to get into more of that in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, on this endeavor, uh, they come across a, a strange man who just seems to attack them for no reason, which causes Barbara to run for her life to a nearby farmhouse. Right. Where she meets up with another man by the name of, was it Ben? Uh, yeah, Ben. Yeah. Yep. By the name of Ben, where uh, they figure out together that it seems like people are starting to go crazy in a very weird way. And they hole up in a little... They hole up in a... a little hidey hole. Hole up in a hidey hole. <laughs> possibly finding other people along the way. Possibly. And there you go, Night of the Living Dead. Short and sweet, only 96 minutes long. Yeah. Really precise. Film. Liked that time. Yeah. <laughs> more films should be more like that time. Please, God, anything Michael Bay. Keep it under 90 minutes. My God. Uh, so, yeah, I uh, going into this, I was a little apprehensive because a lot of the older films that we review, you got to get your head in the mindset yeah. of what movies were like in 1960-whatever. Yeah. And this being another one that happened before we went to the moon. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, is, like, one that I was like, how would they react to a film like this in 1968? Yeah. And I thought for a movie back then, which the pacing is a little slower, Mm -hmm. and the budget that they had, I thought that Night of the Living Dead came out pretty good. Yeah. I think out of... Because I've seen this and I've seen Dawn of the Dead. And I think out of the two, I think this one is the more ground-based. Yeah. Like, Dawn of the Dead, I think, is where they're like... They gave him a budget and then he went fucking insane. Yeah. And I don't think I've <laughs> seen the original Dawn of the Dead. Like, for... When we when you lived in... Uh, in Galena. Yeah. With Tiho. Yeah. We were out... Uh, passing out candy on Halloween. That's right. We played it in the background. But I don't know if it was Dawn of the Dead or one of the other ones. No, it was Dawn of the Dead. Was it? Because they had the fucking cool ass. <laughs> All right. Well, then I did see some of Dawn of the Dead. 
Didn't like it as much. No, it's very, like, a lot of George Romero stuff after Dawn of the Dead, he gets very military-based. Like, it's yeah. all, like, huge groups, and it's always, like, very, like, close to, like, military. Like, he tries to, like, right. keep it within the same universe, so it's not, like... It's almost like you can't build off that universe without having the military involved because it's such a fucked up situation. Yeah. So I think this is like the this is like the only one where it's like actual, like actual people being exposed to this situation as opposed to the big fucking arm group of army men. Right. I mean, this one, if to, I don't know, to, I guess, compared to anything, I could be like the earlier seasons of Walking Dead. When yeah. it's just, like, a little core group of people. Yeah. Obviously, The Walking Dead's a little more faster-paced and a lot of more grosser zombies. Yeah. But it's, like, kind of the same thing. It's a slower, more character-driven movie. Mm-hmm. And the zombies are a part of it, but more of, like, a set piece rather than, like, like, uh, like a monster, like a werewolf or something. Yeah. Even though he did create the zombies in this film. Yeah. And what they uh, could do. I, I felt like the zombies in this film are almost exactly the opposite of what zombies are today. Yeah. Did you notice that? They seem a lot more... They have a lot more motor function than and zombies today. And a lot more today. cognizant. Like, they, yeah. know, they can use tools and... Yeah. Like, they seem like... The first zombie that you see... Seems more like of just like a just a bumbling drunk. yeah like a crazy drunk idiot. <laughs> like she pushes him away and then he like takes a rock to break the window open. Right, and even later on in the film, there's one that uses like a stabbing tool. Yeah, and I was like, man, that's like you don't see that. Yeah, and like today, now they'll just like mm-hmm. grab you and tear you open. Yeah, and like they they guts. act like savages. Like they want they just want to eat. And I it was. It was refreshing to see, like, a different take on it. The, like, the original take on it. Yeah. Because they're, like, scared of fire in this, mm-hmm. in which now, like, fire would draw attention to zombies. Yeah. Um, same kind of thing, like, a blow to the head or a gunshot to the head will still kill them. Yeah. Um, anything else that was really different? They do try and explain it in, like, a really weird way, which I'm pretty sure they did in post, because they never bring it up when it's not on... Like... There's like uh there's a spot where they watch TV. Oh yeah, right. And like they go into a long diatribe of what they think it is, and then the people in the house never bring it up or talk about it. So I'm like, are you sure they don't? I don't think they do. I want to say like Harry or somebody says it. Cause they go on to it for a long time, and then they just like we watch that, <laughs> and then they just get going <laughs> like the rest of their day. Yeah, like I mean, do you want to do like? A non-spoiler, spoilery thing. If you want to, it's like yeah, it's a fucking. It's forever <laughs> yeah. old. It's like it's an like almost sixty years old. Yeah, it's old. a sixty-year-old movie. <laughs> um, but uh, well, I'll just we'll just keep going. Okay, keep going because I want to talk about that because they say that the zombies could have been created from a radioactive space probe that came back from Venus. Yeah. And they go on to that a long time. Like, yeah. almost, like, pornographically try and, <laughs> yeah. like, talk about it. Or I'm like... 
what like they even like show the people watch like there's like so many like stock footage scenes where they're just everyone's watching the tv and their expression is not changing at all oh sure like, there's even yeah, a yeah. scenario where they're like oh it appears that the dead are coming back to life and they just go back to the people and they're just like stone face like yeah <laughs> like just like shaking their head like, like watching mm-hmm. like mm, yep mm, yeah mm-hmm. like, makes sense wouldn't you be more shocked when you're finding out that it's like actual it's people dying. Yeah, it's an <laughs> alien disease that's making your loved ones come back to life to eat you. And every and the, like, that's a legit like the report that's being said, and they're just like, "Wow, yeah, <laughs> yeah." I uh, <laughs> find it really weird. I think when I was doing research on the movie, though, that was he kind of took took an idea of like another film he had an idea for. Yeah. And I think he might have thrown that in maybe to fill time okay, or something. Because it felt like it was thrown in, like, in post. Because they it don't really been. talk about it. Like, I think there might have been a scene where, like, someone brings it up. But I feel like it might have been ADR'd where, like, you don't see the guy's lips moving. Oh, it could be. Yeah, because now I don't remember. There's so... Because they talk about it for so long. Like, there's, like, one scene where they're just watching TV and they talk about it for so long. Like, constantly bring it up, like... Probe from Venus. Probe from Venus. Radiation. Lots of radiation. Look out for this probe from Venus. And they're like, then they have like this scene where these reporters are like tracking down these scientists, and even the scientists are like arguing about this probe and shit. And then the whole scene ends, and then they turn the TV off, and then they're like, "All right, let's go bore up the windows." <laughs> right. <laughs> like they just watch that. And they don't even talk about it at all. It's just like. <laughs> uh. <laughs> A fun little fact, Robert Kirkman's original pitch to get Walking Dead made yeah. was a, an alien, like, virus that made the zombies. Oh, shit. Because they didn't find his original pitch interesting enough, so he just said what, like, the thing was from this movie, Night of the Living Dead. That's hilarious. And they're like, that sounds great, and then he never did it. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> and then it turned into the biggest thing in the world. Of course. Uh, so let's go back to uh johnny and barbara oh johnny and barbara brother and sister combo just doing their there has to be some kind of like uh like some kind of trend where like there's like a brother sister where one of them is just annoying as fuck because you've ever seen the original texas chainsaw massacre no the fucking brother in Texas Chainsaw Massacre is the most annoying fucking person. Sure. He's a fat dude in a wheelchair that complains Oh, constantly. yeah, I remember you telling me about Oh, this my guy. God, it's so great. And I remember hearing stories about, like, I guess the brother and sister, like, legit hated themselves in real life. And the only <laughs> reason that the director kept them alive so long in the movie was that they actually legit had, like, heat. But yeah, like they actually did have legit built tension between each other because they couldn't fucking stand being in the same room with each other. That's pretty cool. <laughs> um, I didn't find Johnny in this though re- super annoying. Like he's well, it doesn't last long. Yeah, that's true. But uh, I could tell he was really into his driving gloves. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing, driving gloves? Anyway, the whole story with them. Is that they're driving three hours to a cemetery? Six hours. Well, six hours both ways. Like, or combined. I remember, yeah, okay, I guess that makes sense. I remember them being like, we're driving six hours just to put flowers on a woman's grave we barely know. Right. And so I find it so weird that they even go through with it in the first place. 
They drive three hours to a cemetery to put, like, flowers in, like, a little standy-uppy cross on, like, a gravesite. Yeah. And then to drive three hours back for their grandmother to do it? Or their mother? Yeah. Either one. It was, one, like, it... something like their grandmother would do it, but she's, like, too old, so she can't do it herself, so then she gets them to do it every year. Right. Now, she's not even with them. No. So... Really, they wouldn't even really need to go. It'd yeah. be a dick move on their they part. They could just go see a movie and come back. <laughs> they really could. Just take the fucking cross and throw it in the fucking garbage. <laughs> like, we did it, Grandma. <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty shitty way, shitty thing to do to not respect your elders yeah. or whatever, especially your family. Well, this is back in the 60s when, when parents and grandparents were of high regard. Sure. I still would have fucking thrown the fucking thing in the garbage like, and, like... Went to the mall or some shit. Yeah, it's like, I'm not th driving three hours. You're not yeah, even Three coming. hours is fucking ridiculous to drive. Like, <laughs> why'd you move so fucking far away if he meant that much to you, Grandma? <laughs> Where are you going to get buried? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not dragging your ass three hours to put you in the ground. Yeah, she's probably going to get buried three hours the other way. <laughs> so I have to drive a whole, like, drive three hours one way, then drive hour six day. hours the other way, and then drive three hours home. <laughs> yeah, 12 hours just to put flowers on gravestones is going to be bullshit. Oh, shit. So, anyway, they end up going. And then they have, like, a little chat, and then they remember... Johnny gets his awesome idea of just taking people's old flower crosses and then reselling them. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, uh, while he's, like, re-strapping on his driving gloves... Yeah. That he starts uh, spooking out Barbara. Yeah. Because they remember going there as kids and he remember chasing her around the cemetery or whatever. Yeah. Or around what, it doesn't matter. And then they see, like, what is a zombie. But you yeah. can't really, even, like, from a, the way they filmed it, you can't tell. Yeah. Like, even when one. they get up close, like, yeah, he's, like, kind of, like, bags under his eyes and he's got blood on his mouth. But it could just be just, like, a weird dude, like, a weird homeless dude that just kind of wandered in there. Yeah. And then he ends up, like, coming all up on Johnny, and he's like, oh, shit! And, like, cracks his head open on, yeah. like, a grave. Yeah. And well, no, like, he attacks Barbara first, and then Johnny saves her. Which right. I, that's why I love that, because, like, Johnny spends his whole time bitching about her, bitching about driving up here. Like, oh, my God, why am I here with you? Why are we doing this? But then in the end, like, when she gets attacked, like, he still stands up for her, where it's like... This fucking hate this dude but then he does like the most noble thing possible right. like in the very like in not even thinking about it last split second right uh so he ends up he ends up biting it yeah and then getting bit up <laughs> yeah by uh this fucking zombie guy yeah who I, I almost find it really cool that the zombie is almost incognito he's just dead yeah like He's not, like, just what you said, you can already tell he is one. Yeah. And I'm like, that's almost scarier than, like, yeah. a mutated, de de like, de yeah. decomposing body. Also, this this movie takes the mythology from Walking Dead. Like, you don't have to be bit. Like, when you die, you just become one of them. Right. Like, they have that, like, in a news report somewhere. Yeah, like, the recently dead have been, like, coming to life in hospitals, morgues, and somewhere else. Yeah. Or whatever. So, yeah, I thought that was really cool, too. And you don't and uh, and special effects technology back here, as in, at where it's at now. So like all the zombies look like freshly dead. Yeah, they just look like people. Yeah, except with like a few of them, but they just look like got shit thrown in their face or whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like 
poor makeup effects, but for, they, he made the film for $114,000. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Barbara bolts out of the cemetery in the car at a stunning pace of, like, five miles an hour. Well, I don't think she had the keys, so I think she just put it in neutral. Oh, is it? Is that the thing? Yeah. Because John- she said Johnny had the keys, so she put oh, the car yeah, in neutral right. and then and then coasted down the hill. Because I was like, why isn't she driving faster? I must have <laughs> missed that part. And then she, like, doesn't pay attention and runs into a tree. <laughs> like, just because it's in neutral doesn't mean you can't fucking turn. Yeah. Like, you're going five miles an hour. <laughs> Maximum. Yeah. What a dumb idiot. <laughs> Driving into the only tree on the drive. So anyway, then she well, has to... Well, Troy, she is a woman. <laughs> I wasn't going to make that joke. Oh, we'll get, in, we'll get into, we'll get into <laughs> that. We'll get into that. into it later. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so glad you we're on the same page. <laughs> like, like the one thing I messaged you today <laughs> where I was like, good movie, but wow. <laughs> I'm glad you noticed. The 60, yeah, the 60s was a different time. <laughs> uh, so anyway, she ends up making it to, uh, like, a safe house, a little hidey hole. Yeah, farmhouse. Like, it's just a small farmhouse out of out, out of the way. And uh, by the time she gets there, she ends up meeting another character who comes in named Ben, who is an African-American actor. Which is yeah, which I think it was pretty rare for that time. Yeah, that was like a thing, and I was reading on it um, that Romero gave him the job because he was the best one who auditioned. It wasn't like mm -hmm. because by the way this movie ends, you can all kind of see like there could have been an agenda, like a yeah. message to get across. Yeah, but it maybe it wasn't. Maybe he was just like, no, he was the best guy. I only have this much money, like. He's the actor. Yeah. He's the guy. Yeah. And so, like, the main character, the lead character, Ben, mm -hmm. is, like, a black man in a starring role yeah. full of just white people. Yeah. The, in fact, like, I'm pretty sure, like, the first, like, 45 minutes of this movie is just him and uh, Barbara. Barbara. Yeah. So it's, like, legit, like, a, a white woman and a black man are the only two people, like, on the in the film... For the, like, almost half the movie. Right. And I these two were the only, like, trained actors as well. Oh, really? Yeah. The other ones were not thespians, let's say. These two were, like, stage actors. Okay. And I, maybe the other ones were aspiring actors. Yeah. But, uh... Anyway, that's just an info. And I, was a, I was a pretty big fan of the guy that played Henry. Me too, actually. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a weasel, and I liked it a lot. <laughs> He fucking loves that basement. <laughs> you just can't stop <laughs> chatting up that basement. Why don't we go to a basement? <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna die up here. We gotta go down to the basement. I'm telling you guys, the basement's the best place to be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ben steadfast that he's gonna stay the fuck upstairs. Yeah, I ain't going to the fucking. Get out of the basement. I boarded up these windows. I boarded up this yeah. door. We're staying up. Motherfucker, I put in the time. I am not leaving this house. For whatever reason, I uprooted this cupboard, and there's just loose wood in here. Then I can just yeah. nail all these windows And then there's, shut. like, times where, like, they have to take the boards off, and then as he's doing it, I'm like, you did a shitty job boarding these fucking <laughs> windows up. came right off. There's, like, one where, like, he, like, he took time to 
like nailing a board, but just covers the corner. <laughs> like that's right. a waste of time. Like he boards up that door, and one of us just like in the corner. <laughs> like don't use that piece. Yeah, use just it don't for use that. More. Go more across the entire. You just covered the corner. <laughs> uh, but uh, Ben, I I liked quite a bit. He like. You can yeah. kind of tell he was a stage actor a little bit because he yeah. played it kind of big. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> okay, so I just want to get into the part that we're just keep teasing all the time because I think it's the same one that we're talking about where Barbara, or he's telling his story about how he got to the yeah. house about like there was this gas truck and it exploded and there yep. all these men coming after him and these creatures and these monsters and he yeah. made his way here. And all the, the whole time you're listening to him and you're just like, oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's harrowing stuff, man. Yeah. And then as soon as Barbara opens her mouth to tell her story, he could not give a fucking shit what she says. <laughs> like, you, he just get, he just starts getting up and doing stuff while yeah. she's telling her story. Yeah. Just, like, shaking his head like, bitch, shut up. And then they get in <laughs> such, like... She gets so worked up about it that he knocks her out. Yeah, he slaps the <laughs> shit out of her. Yeah. Like, she kind of gets Not worked up. Not even, like, yeah, it doesn't even get provoked. Just slaps well, the fuck she, out. Well, she slapped him first. Oh, okay, yeah. But then he's just like, you bitch. And, yeah. like, <laughs> hits her once and puts her on the floor. Yeah. And knocks her ass clean out. And I'm and like, then he puts oh, her, And then he puts my. her on the couch and then starts undoing her coat. I'm like... What's this movie going to turn into right now? <laughs> I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, impressive stuff <laughs> they got going on here. I actually almost kind of like that scene because, uh, like, so, so yeah, they go through Ben's story where he's telling this big harrowing story about, uh, like, this gas truck explosion and, like, almost escaping, like, with his life. And then, they, like, they go into Barbara's story, and it's the story you've seen before. Right. But it's like she changes shit where she was like... Like Johnny made fun of me for uh, for like how he scared me when I was a kid, but I just laughed at him. Or like you saw the scene. No, you were scared. Yeah, you were a scared bitch. Yeah, she was embellishing and, then, and like uh, saying details that you don't even really even need to know. Yeah, and then she was like, and then I was gonna go over to him and apologize. Like, no, you were like covering up, like trying to avoid him, and then he attacked you. <laughs> but then I like that because it's like. Okay, so you've seen Barbara up to this point, and you heard her story, and you saw that it was full of shit. So how, so how close to the truth was Ben's story? Yeah, that's true. So like, yeah, because it, it like makes you think. Like, okay, like all you know him for is what he just does. Yep. Like you, like you cannot trust his. Like he could be like a fucking like escaped convict for all you know. Right. That was just way like, to profile Joel. I'm just saying. <laughs> Well, they, 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 he didn't have, like, I'm just saying, like, he could have been anything. He could have been, like, a fucking whatever. I'm just saying, like, because, just because he tells his story doesn't mean it's true. Just like right. how Barbara's story, like, it was, was mostly, yeah, it was mostly true, but there were some things in there where, like, everyone does that. Yeah. Where it's, like, change the facts if you, like, here and there to make you, make yourself seem more impressive or sympathetic or yeah, whatever. Yeah. 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 That's right. But I like that part. Like they, they could have easily just had her tell the exact same story, but he made it so that she did change a few facts around to make herself did not seem as pathetic. Uh huh. And uh, what I also liked in this too, is that they teased Barbara, like turning into a zombie. Yeah. By getting that zombie blood on her hand. Yeah. Cause you don't, they like, they just did subtle things like, 
she's like acting really weird and like looking at the lace on the sofa. And when the uh, Coopers start smoking and light up a match, she's scared of the fire. Yeah, I remember that. That was really cool. And I'm like, oh, shit, is she going to turn? Because they're doing it in really subtle ways that, yeah. like, when is she going to do it? When's she going to do it? When's she going to turn? But she never does. Yeah. So I was like, oh, like, that, <laughs> cool. Like, it's a twist yeah. I didn't see coming. And it's like, don't know if she was or not. Because yeah. she ends up biting it anyway, getting oh, yeah. eaten the shit out of. Goddamn, goddamn Johnny at the end or whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Still kept, it, still had his driving gloves on too. <laughs> That's right. That's how you knew it was him. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, okay, so they're in the house for a while, for like a good till the forty-five yeah. minute mark or so, and then you realize that there is a secret door to the basement. You gotta go to the basement. Yeah, it's a basement. <laughs> and uh, Harry and a character called Harry and Tom come yep. up from downstairs. Tommy and his girlfriend Judy. Judy, yes. Who yep. you don't really see too yeah. much of. Yep. Uh, but you see uh, Harry and his wife Helen with the daughter Karen, who's sick downstairs. Yeah. Foreboding, I would have to say. Yeah. Uh. And then it's like a, like a power struggle for a while. Like, do we stay upstairs? Do we stay downstairs? And uh, Harry's a huge proponent of basement. Harry We've, fucking we loves that. Up. He, he loves that goddamn that basement. basement. <laughs> Even when he's like, well, someone's got to stay in the basement. <laughs> he cannot leave that basement alone. He loves that basement. <laughs> I gotta get that basement, babe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, every time we do Harry, we do, like, jazz hands. I know. Like, he's slowly turning into Regis Philbin right now. (laughs) (laughs) Gelman, we need the basement. Gelman, did you see that basement lately? (laughs) It's it's so good. You you can survive a zombie apocalypse in no time. It's a fantastic basement. Uh, Which I love how throughout, through all, through all that happens... In the end, Ben survives by going in the basement. I know. Because this, his wood on his windows and doors was not good. No. <laughs> they ended up getting right through I that. love how, yeah, I love how it's, it just gets to a point where the zombie's just like, yeah, fuck it, let's just storm the house. Like, there's <laughs> no, like, real thing that happens where it's nah. like, oh, shit, we're fucked now. It's just the zombies are just kind of, like, looking at each other like, all right, well, well. let's just go in now. <laughs> Probably go in. There's <laughs> like no real reason for them to be attracted to the house like at that moment. They're just like, all right, well, I'm tired of waiting. <laughs> <laughs> this sucks outside. Let's fucking go in. We just got dumb eating Tom and Judy. Let's go and try and eat these people now. Oh, Tom and Judy, they get it in such like a dumb fucking yeah. way. Like, okay. I kind of like it, but Here, it's so ridiculous. Now that we're this far into the movie, let's talk about how... Horribly sexist this film is. You have the floor. Ridiculously sexist. Even beyond, like, the scene where Ben just knocks out <laughs> Barbara out of nowhere. There's so many scenes in here where, like, women are just second-class citizens. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so bad. Like, there's a legit scene where when Harry first comes up and he's arguing about the basement and then Tommy <laughs> comes up and follows him. Gotta get that- yeah, well, I'm going to the basement. And then, like, <laughs> he goes downstairs, and there's legit six, there's, like, five other people 
there's three men and three women. Mm-hmm. And so, like, there's legit, like, six men and then, like, a sick, sick daughter who's, like, just, like, incapacitated right now. Right. So, like, uh... Harry, so Harry goes back down to the basement, and Tommy has a line where he's like, <laughs> "Come back up, Harry. Like we, we could do so much if we put all three of our minds together <laughs> <laughs> in front of two other women that are just sitting there, just like blankly staring, like, yeah, yes, yes, you could, yes." There's another then, line too that I I wish I would have wrote down, but it's something like. Women aren't as good. <laughs> but I can't remember what it is right now. Yeah, no, there's like a bunch of throwaway lines like that. But Judy is like the dumbest fucking oh, yeah. per because she for no reason either. Like she's just Tommy's girlfriend, and there's like a whole scene where like she makes him describe what's happening, <laughs> even though she's been through everything that he's been through. <laughs> like it's like if a woman was begging a man to mansplain. Yeah, <laughs> and the fact that uh, I think Tommy is like. Hey, Judy, go downstairs and look after the kid. <laughs> she's like, okay. <laughs> like, she's been through everything he's been through, and then there's still a, that still have to have a scene where he sits her down and she's like, what's happening, Tommy? <laughs> like, bitch, you were just there. You heard all you of it. You were here. It's like, why do you have to go? It's like, well, I'm the one that knows. Just, like, you were there. You were at the conversation. <laughs> and she's like, Oh, okay. well, I don't want you to go. I'm like, well, I'll be back, babe. Don't worry. And, like, kisses her. And then, like, plan's going pretty smoothly. Like, right. there's a few hiccups here and there. And then out of nowhere, she runs out of the house like, I want to be with Tommy. <laughs> runs outside and jumps in the truck. And then the Fucks reason they die. And then the reason they die is because she gets her fucking coat stuck in the door. <laughs> and then they blow up. They're like, oh, my God. Like, this, this movie goes out of its way to make women look like shit. But I would say that uh, Helen, Harry's wife, yeah, she's is pretty. She's, str- a, is she's way a pretty strong. Yeah, she's a pretty strong character because because like, she puts Harry in his place every once in a while. Yeah, when they go down to the basement, Harry's yeah. favorite place. Yeah, <laughs> like he's arguing like everybody up there doesn't want to come down here to the basement. Yeah, and she's like, shut up. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, shut the fuck I up know. about the basement. There's like a fucking awesome scene where like he was like, yeah, they're up there listening to the radio. I was like. They have a radio up there? And he's like, yeah, but the basement's better. Like, <laughs> he's like still trying to defend the basement, even though they have like a bunch of different All forms. All the amenities of, upstairs. Yeah, everything's up. Like the food. <laughs> they have a radio. They find a TV. Right. And he's like, but we got the basement. <laughs> <laughs> and she, yeah, immediately turns yeah, around and she's and just like, like you mean they have you. all of that stuff up here and you're fucking chiming on about some basement? We got the basement. I think you don't know how important the basement is. <laughs> he so fucking loves that basement. Uh, so she's I, she's a, a bit of a stronger of a character. But uh, anyway. Yeah. Um, everyone ends up after like uh, Judy and Tom end up exploding. Yeah. Everyone else kind of follows suit pretty soon. Yeah. After that. Like after that happens and like the zombies eat. Uh, Tommy and, uh, what her name is, the girlfriend. Uh, Judy? Judy. Once they eat them, which this is, like, back when, like, they just, when you ate somebody, you actually ate, like, the organs of something. Right. Like, there's, like, a legit (laughs) scene, because I think they even do that in uh, Dawn of the Dead, too, where they just, like, get, like, 
cow livers and like intestines and just have people eating them. Yeah, and like some of that meat that you see the zombies eating is real meat. It is too. real meat, yeah. Because I, I was reading on that because I thought I heard it as a rumor and I looked up on it and it's like, no, yeah, that shit, yeah, that's just one of the zombies meat. like just worked in a butcher shop and just brought meat yeah. and like just gnawed down on raw fucking organs. Yeah. Like, God damn it. But it it kind of adds to it because it's like those fuck. That, you, you can cannot, tell it's real. Yeah, you can't fake them <laughs> eating an actual organ. Ugh. Ugh. Fuck. <laughs> like, there's one that just, like, bit right into, like, what looked like a liver or something. Yeah, there's a liver. I know there's, like, one part where, like, these two were, like, fighting over, like, intestines. Yeah. Fuck. God. <laughs> it's fucking sick, dude. <laughs> like, it just makes me so fucking sick. Ugh. Can you imagine? It's probably, like, hot because they're outside. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> anyway, they mow down on uh, Tommy and Judy, and they start their the zombies encroach on the house. Yep. And then Barb gets it from the brother Johnny because he comes pretty much through the front door and just, like, yep. yanks her out and starts munching yeah. on her. And, like, uh... The baby, or not the baby, but the daughter downstairs yeah. ends up dying and then coming back as a yeah. zombie. She stabs the mom to death, I Yeah, think. with like a trowel. Yeah, with a trowel. And then, uh... I think Harry gets it, like, I think he gets shot when he tries to take the gun from Ben. Is that what it was? I thought and he then, got bitten by her. No, because he gets shot or something and then he stumbles down the stairs because oh, yeah, the right. mom sees her when she's, like, eating... Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. Right. He because the yeah the daughter Karen is eating Harry. Yeah. The mom comes down and sees it, is horrified. Yeah. And she just like is just petrified and just like stands there while the daughter like, which I mean like it does look dumb but it makes sense because it's like you're legit watching your daughter eat your husband. Right. Like who would what mother would not be petrified and just be right. like I'm, what I don't the know what to do. Fuck is happening. I don't even know. I can't. I can't even bring myself to stop you because this is just a <laughs> fucked up situation. Yeah, and then uh, you see another smart zombie thing where he grabs a trowel and just pretty much just keeps mounts her and stab- stabs yeah. the just shit stabs out of her. Stabs the fuck out of her with a trowel. And then by this point, uh, Ben is the only one left, and he's got the rifle, and so he takes adva- like yeah. the advice of Harry and goes down to the basement. He's in the basement now. Because <laughs> now all the zombies are busting through all of his handiwork that he tried to nail up on the walls. And uh, then every, the whole family downstairs, the whole Cooper family, yeah. ends up getting, like, reanimated. Yeah. Because now they're all zombies. Yeah. And Ben has to take them all out. And, like, you get to see, like, how hard it is for him to, even though he hates, like, Harry, yeah. like, to kill a person. Well, these are, like, the first people that he's come in contact with that are zombies that he actually kind of knows. Yeah. Because you see, you see it throughout. Like everyone kind of dies from somebody that they know. Yeah, right. Like, because uh, even even Barbara, like when Barbara gets like her feet of strength, where she like she finally snaps out of it, where she was like, okay, they need me. Everyone's getting fucked over, and then she jumps to action and starts saving everybody until she sees, until she sees Johnny, and then she's just like, fuck, I can't. And then <laughs> right. and then he brings her into the fucking into into like the pack of zombies, and then. She's gone. Right. So that's kind of like everyone kind of fell to that, like, recognizing someone that you know or love. Mm-hmm. Actually being one of these monsters that you've been killing and then just being coming to that 
to that uh, conclusion where it's like, I mean, even though you're one of these things, I still can't bring myself to kill you. Right. Yeah, yeah. That That's really well done. And then, uh, yeah, so Ben hightails it downstairs to the basement. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, takes out Harry. And then does he take out the... And then, well, and then he takes out the rest of the family. Because yeah. they all end up springing back to life. Yeah. And then he just kind of locks himself down there and he's like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is way over my head. Yep. Like, this sucks. Yeah. And by that time, the zombies are all in the house and they know he's down there and they're trying to bust through the basement door, but he's got it all boarded up from the other side. He yeah. does a little bit better job. Yeah. Maybe Harry did a more uh, professional job yeah. securing that basement door. Yeah. <laughs> um, then... Kind of about three-quarters of the way through the movie, maybe about two-thirds of the way through, um, you get they introduce, like, a television set, and you yeah. get to see, like, almost, like, redneck zombie hunters. Oh, yeah. Kind of on the... They even, like, say, like, part of it's the military, but, like, nobody's wearing military garb no. at all. It's just, like, a bunch of rednecks with rifles, and, like, they're, like, the main, like, sheriff guy is like, yeah, we, like, killed, like, 14 today. <laughs> Make sure you burn them. Yeah. Oh, you better burn them. Them suckers like to get it. But, <laughs> but yeah. Like, before we get into that, there's like a there's like a hilarious fucking scene where I'm pretty sure I don't think they had the technology back then to like like uh, instill uh, like a moving frame on another moving frame mm. because there's like a scene where uh, Ben is setting up the TV and then he turns it on but he's still like setting it up and they have like a scene where they show. Like, uh, Ben, like, kneeling while the TV's playing, but he's still, like, setting up the TV. But it's, like, a still frame. What? <laughs> no, I yeah, go back and that. watch it, because I fucking, I, I remember it was hilarious, because, like, they show up from, like, his angle, where, like, he's, like, looking, and he's, like, going around, like, moving stuff, and then they, like, they cut to another scene, where it's just him kneeling, Standing completely still, like, watching the TV, and then they go to another scene where he's setting it all up again. Oh, I did notice that. I don't now that you say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, I'm pretty sure they didn't have, like, the technology to, like, have, like, a moving frame on top of another moving frame. Because <laughs> it was hilarious. Cause he's, like, he's moving around and doing all this shit, and then they just, like, another scene is just, like, kneeling and, like, sitting <laughs> as, as still as possible. Because I remember, like, trying to, like, look out for that, and every scene after that is just, like, very tight on the TV screen. Like, you yep. can't really see what's on either side. So, right. I don't know. I just thought that was funny. Yeah, yeah, Because I, I, I noticed that. I was, I was like, that was a little weird. A little quirk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I suppose. Uh, so, uh, and then, okay. This is what I, when I brought up earlier, um, that it seemed not so consequential that they hired Ben, like, the African-American actor. Yeah. Because at the very end, he comes up out of the basement while um, these, like, rednecks are, like, coming to check out the house and, like, yeah. hit the bodies and burn them. And they see movement in the house and they just shoot Ben because they think he's yeah. a zombie and he's not. Yeah. But they don't even really check. They're yeah. like, he's inside the house. They're like, I see something. And they just shoot him dead. And he's like... Boom, dead. And yeah. there's, like, no pomp, no circumstance. Nope, nope. They just go right to the credits from there. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. And so, like, it's all, like, that's why people think it's, like, a like a social satire kind of a thing. Yeah. Like, 
pretty much drawing conclusions without really knowing who, like, you're put in a situation where you're surrounded by a bunch of people that act a certain way, so you just kind of come draw conclusions. Right. And George Romero says that wasn't the case, and I'm like, I would want to believe the director and the, like, creator yeah. of this more than just some guy with a theory on the internet yeah. or whatever. But uh, I, I still thought it was kind of like a fitting end. Because, yeah. e- like, if you, uh, even if you want to take it as, like, a social satire, it'll work even better for you. Yeah. Especially, like, nowadays. Yeah. Where, yeah, where it's, like, you're put in this stressful situation, and then you, we hear all these news stories where it's, like, shoot first, ask questions later, kind right. of. Yeah, Especially, yeah. like, all these, like, random police shootings and stuff. Where right. it's, like, you don't, tr- you don't fully understand the situation, you're just put into this perilous situation you're just like oh well that's got to be one of them and then you just shoot them yeah i mean it's yeah it's fucked up but it 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 almost kind of spotlights it in a really like thought-provoking way sure uh and then a cool thing i didn't i read this and i didn't i guess i didn't notice it that they place his body next to the first zombie you see in the movie and oh, then shit. they burn burn him. So yeah. I didn't watch all through the credits when they start doing like the still frames. Yeah, and all yeah, that. yeah. I was like, oh, movie's done. Yeah, I, I watched. I, I watched most that. of it, but yeah, it's it gets pretty fucked up because they like pick him up with meat hooks too. Yeah, like they all hold meat hooks and like fucking like carry him like like fucking luggage, and you're like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> it's intense stuff. Yeah. Um. So this movie is in black and white, um. But they had the option to film it in color. Uh, yeah. But I think that the graininess and the black and white definitely helped. It made it really creepy. Right. Um, I I liked it a lot that it was filmed in black and white. There's actually like some really cool scenes in there where like they make it like black as black can be. Where it's like they'll have scenes where like there's light, but then there's like you can't see what's on either side of it. So mm-hmm. it like almost kind of makes you like more on edge where it's like there could be something in those shadows like you don't know sure and Um, yeah and then like the graininess of it like especially like nowadays like where it's so old that it's like it pops and skips a little bit where like it almost makes it feel even creepier yeah almost like not like found footage but like um like an old i don't know like not found footage movie, but yeah. you know, like an old like documentary or something yeah. that like fil- they were filming. This mm-hmm. is this is what they found. It's like that's kind of cool. Um, but apparently, colored versions of the movie have been released even recently. Oh, really? Yeah, they like we went we pfft, they re-released the movie several times uh, with it remastered and recolored. Oh shit! Well, not just recolored, but colored yeah <laughs> in general and is i think as late as 2010 oh, they had a, a version come out and this is like the first film also that went from a 2d to a 3d conversion <laughs> really yeah well they just used they wanted to re-release the film yeah another weird thing is that this movie is public domain Oh, yeah? Yeah, because I was like, where can you find... Like, because you brought up this topic, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. that sounds like a good idea. I'm like, do you, f- do you know where I can find it? And you're like, well, it's on Amazon. It's also on YouTube for free. Yeah. And it's on, like, a bunch of other stuff because it's public domain. Like, yeah. I, it's, 
it's not on Hulu because I checked Hulu. Yeah. But yeah, it's like on a ton of stuff for nothing. So you can use anything of it because it's all public domain and it's like from like a weird copyright law in 1968 that you couldn't do something or whatever. Yeah. And so people can just take it and recolor it and remaster it and do whatever they want to it because, like, it's everybody's. Yeah. Which I think is kind of cool. Oh, yeah. But um, it's not something I wish they would do everything to. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense now that you say that because there's been, like, a lot of, like, horror films that I've seen lately where they'll take that that opening scene from it and, like, have it playing in the background. Like, I don't know. For some reason, like, there's been, like, a couple movies... That I've been watching where, like, it's just, like, people, like, falling asleep watching TV and they play, like, that, he's coming to get you, Barbara, like, in the background. Like, they'll play that scene, like, on a TV in the background. Oh, well, that's cool. But you, you say that now, that makes sense because they, they don't have to pay anything for that. Nah. It's just to have, like, something playing on the TV in the background. Yeah, right on. Smart stuff. Smart yeah. stuff. Um, what else? What else? What else? Um, also, at the time this movie came out in 1968, there was no MPAA, and so a slight controversy came up because the MPAA wasn't a thing until the that November when this was released. Oh yeah, I don't know the month of this when this was released. I can look it up really quick. I think I have the wiki open. Uh, October. So, the next month, the MPAA was a thing. Oh, shit. Because, like, I guess just kids were going to this. Yeah. And just fucking terrified. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, there was no... It didn't say it was rated R. You would think, like, the living dead would have been, like... Yeah. A bit of a tip-off to, like... Hey, Mom, we're going to Night of the Living Dead. All right. <laughs> What's it rated? Doesn't have one. Must be must be okay, then. <laughs> What's it rated? That's not a thing, Ma. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so yeah. a bunch of kids were going to it and just getting terrified, and then people were up in an uproar. And that, there's a like, scene where they show, like, a naked woman, too. Yeah. Like, the back of a naked woman, but it's still, like, you see ass. Total full ass. See, full, full ass. Full back. Full, full back of leg. Full back and ass. <laughs> just all up in it's there. It's all up in it. Uh, I don't think I have any more stunning facts. Mm. About the movie, uh, besides, like, would you recommend this movie? You know what? I would. It's I mean, one of those words, like, it feels, like, very original for, like, especially for, like, something made in, like, the 60s. Like, yeah. It, it's cool to, like, see where all of, like, this, uh, this, like, fascination of zombies stems from. Right. I totally agree with you. Um, be it that it's 96 minutes long. Also helps. Yeah. Um, it's short. It's paced slower. So, yeah. like... I feel like they, there could have been some ways where they could have uh, art, more artistically revealed things. There's, like... there's like feels like there's times in here where they just kind of get lazy and just have, like, the radio announcer or the TV announcer just explain shit. Oh, yeah. In, like, just very... Yeah. In yeah. just big, massive amounts. Where <laughs> I feel like they could have found, like, a really cool way to kind of do that through, like, their interactions with zombies. Yeah. But there's just sometimes where they just get lazy, and they're just like, the announcer's like, oh, by the way, the zombies also do this, and they also don't like fire, and right. they, they're also they're also <laughs> dead, but they also come back from the dead, and, uh, 
It's also from some weird, shitty radiation thing from Venus. <laughs> we're like, okay, so there's that one scene where like the reporters are following those scientists that like revealed that this that that this came from radiation from Venus. Like as they're doing it, it's like in Washington D.C. as they're like trying to chase them. Not one zombie in sight. There's nope. cars going up and down the roads. Like nothing's <laughs> happening. Right. So I was like, so how far along has this? gone like yeah, where is know. what's going on here they do make reference to the movie that it's only on like the east coast that oh, it's okay. happening because like i guess that's where like the satellite landed oh, okay um and i don't even know if the satellite is like the legit reason for it but that's what they're speculating it was to yeah because there's like a scene where like the scientists are like arguing with each other i don't think it's that well i'm pretty sure it's that no it's not that that and was a long fucking it was so yard scene. fucking long and like, the reporters are even like uh guys you want us to come back like what's, <laughs> what's going on here they like, literally follow them from the college or whatever that yeah they got to their car to their car and then follow the car driving out of the lot like, in real time. And I'm yeah. like, this is taken for and fucking ever. I no- get it. Yeah, it goes nowhere. <laughs> I get like, there's the legit, point. There is some scenes in here where, like, George Romero's like, fuck, we need to pad this out a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I would also recommend this movie to other people just to see where the zombie culture comes from. But I yeah. also um, mildly enjoyed this. Yeah. I didn't think I would from seeing what I saw after this was made i did not like some of those at all yeah and i didn't see all of day of the dead but the original one the parts that i did see i was like this kind of sucks i kind of want to see day of the dead because i heard it's pretty (laughs) it's pretty bad (laughs) just from the whole like tearing the dude apart while he's yelling choke on it (laughs) that's all i want to (laughs) see Like, this this movie seems like it has more humanity. I mean, we've said all this before yeah. at the top of the review, but yeah. it definitely makes you feel for these characters and not just our, like, caricatures going through, like, a yeah. traumatic thing and you don't yeah. really care what happens to them. Yeah. Um, what, uh, what would you grade it? Uh, I think I'd give it maybe... Uh I'll give it a C plus because it does drag a lot, especially with all of the, with the TV and radio scenes where they're just like, just dumping a whole lot of exposition and information on you while they're just like nailing boards in and stuff. I feel like they could have had a tighten um, it up. Yeah, a tighten it up or like find better ways to reveal that information instead of just having announcer just say it over and over again in like sure. certain exposition. But no, I mean, even though it's a C plus, I'm still, I think it's still worth checking out. And there's is some, like some cool moments in there. Yeah, I would give it a B. Um, I, I, I enjoyed it. I liked all the stuff that we said before, and just the fact that because it was a movie that came out in '68, and they were all slower paced. I guess I was expecting it to be slower. Yeah. And that didn't, I guess it didn't really bother. I mean, that one fucking three dudes they just, yeah. walking to the car like, this needs to go. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Shut the fuck and, up. Like, there was a lot of info dumps, like, with yeah. the guy on TV. Yeah. But um, I feel like it, I, I, it moved pretty at a good pace. Yeah. From what I thought. Like, anytime it got kind of slow, it started something else. 
Okay. To like add to it. Yeah. So like I would give it a I would give it a solid B. Okay. I really I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I was I was definitely ranging on like a C plus B minus, but I'm maybe more towards a C plus. Okay. That's right on. Well there you go, Night of the Living Dead. Romero. Yes. You done did it. And you did it good. Well done. Without it, we wouldn't have uh whatever, the Walking Dead spin off show. Whatever that one's called. Fear the Walking Dead? <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Almost said Night of the Walking Dead, and I wasn't I knew it wasn't right, so And we wouldn't have Zack Snyder's best film ever, Dawn of the Dead. That's true. That is a really good film. God, it's so good. You should go back and watch that sometime. Oh, it's oh, so good. My God. Well, uh, besides Night of the Living Dead, what else did you uh, get into this last week, JT? Well, as I brought up earlier, I did go out and see War for the Planet of the Apes. Yes. And uh, it is a very fitting uh, finale to oh. uh, to the trilogy. All right. It's very... Uh, I liked it a lot. I... Andy Serkis needs to fucking win an Oscar already. Right on. He does. Like, he just... He does... Because like, there's a lot of... Uh, they deal a lot more with, like, apes in general in this. Like, uh -huh. I feel like in the first two, it's a very back and forth. Like, the first one was, like, very human-based. The second one was kind of 50-50. This one is, like, almost all apes. Like, there's very few scenes with humans in it. Oh, yeah? A until they get to, like, a camp or whatever. But So, like, a lot of this has to be based on, like, facial expression. And it's, like, facial expressions on, like, apes. Sure. So, but you can feel for them. Like, it's really good. Like, the fucking CG for this is ridiculous. Like, they look so realistic. Right. And, uh, one of the performers in here that blew me away was, like, Steve Zahn. Really? Yeah. Like, he plays a character called Bad Ape, which, uh, it's, like, an ape that they find in, like, the middle of the, middle of nowhere where he was part of a zoo where, like, the fucking... Uh, like the people that worked there just freaked out and just started killing all of them and he got away. So he's like really ragged looking and like really gross and like very self-deprecating because like when they had him, they would just kept, keep, kept yelling at him, bad ape. So that's his name and it bad ape. Uh -huh. And he's like, like uh, he's like very tortured, but also naive. Like he's a really fucking cool character in it. Cool. But, uh, yeah, I highly suggest checking out War for Planet of the Apes. All right. I want to see if I can. I don't know if I'll be able to, but yeah. I'll definitely pick Woody it up. Woody Harrelson's really fucking awesome in it. I heard it. Heard that. <laughs> like, it's it's real good. I highly suggest you check it out. I even heard that the prequel comic to this that's like put out by like Dynamite is also really good. The prequel to War for Planet of the Apes? Yeah. It's like kind of what happens between yeah. like Apes 2 and 3. Yeah. To, like set up a war for the planet of the apes so i was like oh i'm not gonna buy that but i'll go see the movie heard no, it's, it's pretty solid it's 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 really good right on anything yeah, else really for it. uh i saw the movie silence the martin scorsese film about uh. like the jesuit priests that get tortured in japan right uh the first hour is kind of slow going but it's really fucking interesting oh yeah like they they build it up to a way where you are almost like you still think their methods are fucked up, but you can kind of see why the Japanese are doing what they're doing. Oh man. Yeah. Like just torturing and killing like 
people that are saying they're Christians, like, you're like, like the whole first hour is just that, like, you're seeing it from, like, the priest's eyes where you're like, this is fucking awful. These guys are fucking monsters. Like, why would you do this? And then they get to a point where, like, he kind of comes in contact with, like, more uh, higher-ups in, like, the Japanese, uh, poli- like, politics and, like, government. And then, like, they, like, plead their case. And you're like, that kind of makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. And it's really fucking interesting. Like, I highly suggest you check it out. All right. And, like, I think this is, like, the best role Adam- Andrew Garfield's, like, ever had. Mm. Like, he's actually really good in it. Like, mm. especially near the end where, like, he's, like, when he's, like, questioning his faith. Where you're, like, f- like you get to a point where, you're like, fuck, man. Just fucking, just <laughs> fucking tell him you don't believe in God anymore. <laughs> like, this is enough. You've done enough. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's it's really good. It's really long, but it's really good. Okay. I like I really kind of enjoyed it quite a bit. Oscar worthy? I I'd say so. Oh my god. I I don't even know where it would put in my top 10, but it was good. <laughs> I really I really liked it. <laughs> just yeah, just cuz it just sparks that debate like like what's religion in terms of culture and stuff? Like it's really fucking. It really makes you think. All I right. liked it a lot. And uh, I also saw on uh, Netflix Brad Pitt's movie War Machine. Oh yeah, how was that? It was really interesting. Okay. I kind of liked it a lot. Cause kind of uh, liked it a lot. No, yeah, well, <laughs> I liked it a lot because uh, uh, it it basically. Evolves around uh, Brad Pitt plays this general called Glenn Mc General Glenn McMahon, who I think he was like the last like big head honcho general to be in charge of like the Afghan army or of the army in Afghanistan, and like they lay it out for you like how fucked up the situation in Afghanistan is, and then they're like, and then he thinks he can win it, and then like they even like have they show scenes where like people are laying out the information to him, and he was like. No, I can do it. Yeah. Like, no, you can't. <laughs> like, they even like go into like this is like the best thing I've ever seen to, that like describes like insurgent armies. Okay. And the way they describe it, it's like that's just a war you can't fucking win, dude. Like oh. at all. It's pretty much like insurgent armies are just like people that just pick up guns and like, well, I'm part of this now. Oh, fuck. Like, you don't have to like declare yourself to anything. You're just like, I'm mad. I now nah, I'm an insurgent. Oh, God. And they even, like, have, like, a really cool scene in here where it's, like, uh, like, even he does it where, like, he's doing this uh, conference where he was, like, okay, so if you kill, if there's ten insurgents in this area and you kill two of them, like, how many insurgents are left? And everyone's, like, oh, eight. Like, nope, 20. Because if you kill those insurgents, then the people that were on the edge that were, like, uh, I mean, I don't, I'm not a big fan of the, of the Americans being here, but I'm not. I don't really care. And that that's like their friend or their cousin or their brother or their father. Yeah. Then they're like, well, then fuck America. And then they take up guns and they start fighting. So it's <laughs> almost like a war where it's just like, you just need to fucking leave. Because <laughs> anything you do, like, you're pretty much just trying to do, like, a whole peace process. And you're doing that with a bunch of dudes in heavy artillery pointing guns at them being like, fucking love us. Like, that's pretty much what it is. Oh, fuck. But then you get these generals where, like, they, of course, are going to, they're going to, like, uh, hire, like, the man who, th- who says he can get the job done. 
But it's more be- it's more on the fact that they're naive because they're used to like that old form of war where it's like we know who the enemy is. Let's go beat them. Sure. Like it's military tactics. There's not military tactics in insurgency because that's all like trying to get the people's respect, and you can't do that when you're pointing a gun at them. <laughs> God. But it's. It's they lay it out in a really cool way, and it's actually there's a lot of like funny scenes they play out of it too. So War Machine's actually a really really good movie. All right, I might check that out then. Yeah, and that's all I've been watching. Well, I got a bit of a list. I did check out uh, Martin from Double Toasted on his Spider Man two and three. Oh yeah. How, yeah yeah yeah. What what'd you what you pull out of it? <laughs> he does have a point. Yeah. <laughs> like I still think. Like, Spider-Man 3 is a worse movie than Spider-Man 2. He didn't completely sway me. Yeah. But there are dumb things that happen in 2 that they do in 3 that they just let pass in Spider-Man 2. Yeah. And they just shit on in in 3. Yeah. Like, (laughs) what had me rolling is, like, when they're talking about Spider-Man 2 and he's, like, doing the whole experiment in an apartment building. Yeah. With like in the a middle sun. of the in the middle of the city, <laughs> and he's like, "I have these arms that'll protect me." And then out of nowhere, like some guy's like, "Won't that control your mind?" <laughs> and then he's like, "No, because I have this very small chip on the back of my neck that keeps me safe." Like, how the fuck do you know how to ask that question? Will it control your mind? And also, like, he brings up the fact that he's invented these four mechanical arms. Like, it was just a throwaway thing. That should be enough. (laughs) (laughs) Like, a thing like, okay, yeah, that's cool. Talk about the arms, man. That's fucking (laughs) sweet. But, yeah, that was totally, totally cool. I I like that whole thing a lot. Yeah, it's really interesting. Um, Also, before the show started, uh, Hot Clips trailers on YouTube. Yeah. That's where I usually watch all the trailers before the show. Yeah. Uh, they have the opening scene of Baby Driver on there. Oh, yeah. Really cool. It is. Like the opening heist. Is that the opening scene? Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome fucking stunt it work It is really cool, yeah. With the cars. Oh, my God. That was awesome. I yeah. liked it a lot. The stunts are really cool. I'm Ugh, just saying, the rest of just it. wet my appetite. <laughs> and my pants. Look, I just watch the rest of the movie. All right, I will. Because I will admit the first, yeah, like the first, like, five or six minutes are awesome that whole heist is really fucking cool yeah uh well saw it it's great good uh i did watch a few things on netflix i watched all of the castlevania okay uh that was pretty well done all right um in fact i would say that's pretty spot on like if you're a fan of castlevania yeah like you're gonna like this okay unless you're some weird diehard fan yeah like that just needs the the details a hundred percent correct, <laughs> but I think this was really well done. It's written by Warren Ellis, yeah, who wrote like a, a ton of comics, and it's m- violent. Like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, like at one point, uh, Trevor Belmont, I think it is, it's one of the Belmonts, whips a guy's eye out. Ugh. Like he he attacks him with a whip and his eye comes out. Holy and shit! And you're like. Fuck! <laughs> and, like, people get torn in half and disemboweled and stuff. Like, it's pretty yeah. gruesome I watched shit. the first episode because before this we were talking about possibly doing this for right. for for this show. And I watched the first episode and, yeah, there's, like, a scene in there where they just 
these bats come out of the ground and just start fucking just ripping people apart like right. not like fucking tissue paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's really cool. And it's only four episodes. Each episode's only like twenty five minutes yeah, long. Yeah, that's pretty short. So you can yeah. watch it in like an hour and a half. Maybe, if you want to take a, a lunch break. <laughs> yeah. But it's I, it was good. I would suggest anybody that's, like, into that whole thing and watch it. It is um, an anime, but it was actually animated in Canada. And so, oh, wow. like, it's not a dubbed anime. It's, yeah. like, an English-speaking one. Yeah. So, and I thought the animation was actually pretty cool, too. And in the last episode, they do introduce a uh, very popular character. Oh, boy. So... Heads up. Ooh. Look out for that. Whoa. Uh, also watch Okja. Oh, yeah. How'd you like that? I don't think I liked it as much as how you hyped it. Okay. I think maybe what I took out of it from your synopsis of it wasn't what I thought I saw. Okay. Um, it's like a really hot take on like just the meat industry. Yeah. Um, and it's like... A lot of that. And yeah. I thought it was going to be more of, like, I don't know, not that, I suppose. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I it It's disturbing to watch at some oh, points. Oh, yeah. And I don't know. Like, it, it wasn't, like, my favorite thing. Like, both Chelsea and I watched it, and she was, like, we watched it, like, in the middle of the afternoon, too. She yeah. was, like. This was kind of a bummer to watch. Yeah, <laughs> like it gets two in the afternoon. Yeah, it gets pretty hard to watch. Yeah, but uh, it it has like a happier ending. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> I, like happy given the circumstances. Happier I guess. for one person. Yeah, <laughs> but like it just has like well, a horrible, like depressing ending for like the world. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, otherwise, like I don't know. It's. It's different, and I like that uh, Netflix has, like, the budget to do, like, a full CG creatures that doesn't look yeah. awful. That's, that was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, they, they look pretty spot on, like, pretty good. Yeah, they were like a mixture of, like, a cow, a pig, and, like, a hippo yeah. kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. But uh, they were, I don't know, it was a pretty cool idea. Yeah. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal's fucking ridiculous in it, too. Yeah, he is. <laughs> like, just... <laughs> At the fucking end of his rope. Yeah. Like, I, I really like him a yeah. lot in this. Yeah. Like, he, he looks, he's like, he plays uh, pretty much like the crocodile hunter, like, on crack. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, Tilda Swinton's also really good in this. She plays two yeah. roles. Yeah, she plays two roles. Um, And the, uh, the main uh, little girl lead, she was really good, too. Yeah. Who else? Was, oh, the guy who played Gus in Breaking Bad. Yeah, that's remember. right. He was in there, and I forgot about him. He's he, like the assistant. Yeah, he's like the assistant to Tilda Swinton's characters. Yeah. And, like, he kind of, like, has an allegiance to only one because he plays off the other one. Yeah. Which is really kind of like, cool. Well, they play in a way where, like, they make it seem like the, the motivations of the one sister, like, get played out mostly through the film, and then that kind of falls through. Because she's kind of playing more of a PR campaign. And then, like, the other sister moves in and is just like, why don't you just fucking burp butcher them? Right. And then that, like, works because people don't really fucking care. They right. just want good food. Right. But, yeah, he, he was good in it as well. Um, also, on 
Netflix, I watched uh, stand-ups. It's that, like, uh, six comedians special that they have. I think it's six comedians. Yeah. But they've got, like, Nikki Glaser. Um, well, now I can't think of anybody else. But anyway, it's called Stand-Ups on yeah. Netflix. Um, I uh, really enjoyed it, except I think that the first act is the best one. Really? Yeah. Did you watch it? No, I didn't see it. I can't remember what his name is. Nate... It's not Nate Bergazzi. It's something similar to that, though. Yeah. Really funny. Like, really funny guy. Nice. And I I really like Nikki Glaser, usually. But she seemed, like, nervous, I guess, on (laughs) stage. So she was, like... I don't know. Not as funny as I thought. But anyway, I, I really I really liked it in general. Yeah. And then Chelsea started watching Friends from College. I started watching that, too. I watched the first three three episodes. Um, I only caught bits and pieces of it because she watched, I think, the first or episode or two when I wasn't there. Yeah. And I didn't want to just jump in at, like, yeah. three. And so she finished it all, and she said she really liked it. And I yeah. was going to go back and, like, yeah, I'll, I'll get to it, and I'll... Yeah. Watch it, but I just haven't got to it yet. But from what I've seen, it looks like it's really good. No. Yeah. I, 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 I want to see your take on it because they have Billy Eichner and he doesn't play like a very loud, obnoxious character. I saw. He's very like subdued in this. I saw a lot of that. Like and he I, plays more of the straight man because he plays like, uh, uh, like uh, a boyfriend. Yeah. He plays Fred Savage's boyfriend. Right. Um, I, I saw like a scene where they're like, Doing drugs up in the apartment. He's yes. got to sleep. I love that shit. <laughs> I know. Like, he just has, like, these offhand comments. Like, he's just, like, the guy, like, on the outskirts as all these, like, friends from college, like, being loud and knocks. Like, oh, wow, you're, you're really loud. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just <laughs> keep it down. I, I am a surgeon. And I have to <laughs> yeah. surgery in the morning. So just keep it down. And then by, like, ends up ramping up to they're all, like, tap dancing on the fucking <laughs> yeah. wood floors and throwing pizzas on the ceiling and shit. Uh, but anyway, yeah, from what I saw, it looks really good. I want to go back and start it all over and watch it all. Yeah, me and Mario have watched the first three episodes, and we're really into it so far. And the last thing I'll bring up, um, I started listening to a new podcast uh, called The Beerists. Okay. Um, they do a show where they review, I think, like four or five beers on a show from all over the country and the world. Oh shit! Um, their banter in the beginning is kind of broish, <laughs> e- even though they had like a woman on the podcast as well. But as soon as they get into their beer reviews, I really enjoy it. Yeah. And it's kind of like when we used to do our old version of the show, where we tried to get like a different drink every oh, yeah. show, which I kind of like doing every once in a while still, oh, yeah. and kind of reviewing it. But they, yeah, they do that with like five different beers. Like the last one I listened to, that was all from the same brewery. Oh yeah. And they'll tell you if they don't like it because they had one, and they're like, "This is unpalatable, and this is not drinkable at all. <laughs> like this is gross." <laughs> and so I really appreciated like. Like, I could probably listen to more of that. Okay. Like, a lot of them you probably cannot find anywhere, because the one that they, the brewery they reviewed in this last episode is a brewery in Illinois, but it's Southern Illinois. Okay. And they only sell it, like, regionally. Oh. And they had to, like, find it on, buy it online and stuff like that and get it in. But it was interesting. Some of their reviews get into, like, the snobbish kind of territory. (laughs) Like, they'll hold it up to the light and they'll sniff it first before they drink it. Oh, God. But, like, Ugh. That, I don't mind. It's not 
I'm done. Them being with that and kind of broy balances it out a little bit. Yeah, I'm not listening. It's good. All right. All right, Troy. Anyway, that's all <laughs> I've been into. Well, well if you're going to talk about podcasts, a Cracked just put out a Cracked Movie Club podcast. Yeah. That's really good. And I, I listened to the Jurassic Park one, too. Oh, yeah. I like that one a lot, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they go into, like, a lot of detail on, like, just, like, random movies. Like, they're doing, like, Steven Spielberg, like, this whole month. And right. it's really interesting to listen to. Yeah, I, I like it a lot. Um, I'm not a huge fan of, like, the hosts, I don't think. Yeah. But, uh... I can, get, I can get over that. Yeah, me too. How do you like Schmidt doing, like, Cracked? Oh, him, the head of podcasting? Yeah. It's not the same. No. But I don't feel like it's l- lost anything yet. No. I am get. I'm getting a big kick out of. He always. He says folks is folks. <laughs> he really has that <laughs> L in there. Hello, folks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my name is Alex Schmidt. Schmitty the clam. Some people call me. <laughs> I'm he, the head he of sounds podcasting. A lot like, at cracked. He does sound like an NPR like broadcaster a little bit. Yeah, and he over enunciates everything. Well, with folks. Yeah. And cracked. <laughs> <laughs> and he's he's got like a very infectious like quiet laugh like <laughs> which I really like but he's no Jack O'Brien. I miss no, Jack. Yeah, I do miss lot. Jack. But I'm I'm getting used to it. Yeah. But granted that like Schmitty was like in almost every podcast anyway. Yeah. But um yeah, he'll he'll grow on me. Like Yeah. But yeah. He's he's good. I like him. Oh, just yeah. get accustomed to them. Get accustomed. We were wearing the jack jacket for a while. The jack jack jacket. Now we're just slipping on something else to see how it fits. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's it. All Good right. show. Good show. I was into a lot of stuff this last week, JT. A lot, lot happened. Couldn't, lot couldn't happened. see War of the Planet of the Apes, though. We'll see. It's harder to get out of the house. That's oh, why I have like a slew of Netflix things. Oh, I know. I and know. this was like the one of the last weekends where I just didn't have to do anything, and I reveled in it. Oh, good. Because, like, we were supposed to see Spencer 9000, but, like, all of the family wasn't out yet. Only the kids came out with the grandparents to, yeah. like, their uh, cabin house they have or whatever. And they were coming out later. Yeah. So we're like, well, I'll just kick back and relax and not do shit. It's going to feel amazing. Because we usually book ourselves so solid. I know. Those are some good-ass weekends. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> uh... But anyway, next week could next week. have a special guest. Yes, possible special guest and a special topic. Probably a topic tackled by a lot of different podcasts, but we don't care. We we want our own take on That's it. That's right. And I haven't experienced this yet either. We, so. I haven't either. So this is going to be some two, possibly three first-timers talking yeah. about this particular film in honor of... The release of the Disaster Artist trailer and everyone just being all about it. Right. We're going to tackle what many consider the best, worst movie ever made. <laughs> We're going to try and watch The Room yes. for next week. I am... I can't fucking wait. Hopefully you can get it. Yeah. I'll, I'll get it. Okay. In one way or another, I will get it. All right. Sounds good. Well, that's the show, JT. All right. We did it. We did another one. Another one in the books. Another one in the books. Uh, next week, stay tuned. For stay tuned for The, the Room. Stay tuned for The Room. 
and also special guest. Haven't heard yes. from this person in a while, in but it, a it while. was a previous guest yes. on the show. Yes. So, I'll leave you with that. Can't wait. Uh, JT, if people want to speculate who this guest could possibly be, where could they do that? My lips will be sealed, but you can try and get it out of me. At Bucky for everyone on Twitter. Also, Bucky for everyone on Instagram. And also, hey, why not Snapchat, Troy? You can find me at Troy to the Max on Twitter. You can find us both at Review Review Pod on Twitter. You can find us both at Review Review Pod anywhere internet. That's Facebook, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Gmail. All of that. Think I got everything. <laughs> Did I miss one? Nah, who Close cares? Close enough. Doesn't matter. Just look it up online or something. It'll take you right to the nearest possible way yeah. that you can listen to That's us. That's right. Review, review, spelled just how it is in the title. Um, if you are doing the iTunes route, a uh, little rate uh, and comment would do well. Cause Doesn't if you, hurt. If you like the show... A little uh, rate and a comment helps other people find the show as well. Get more people to listen to us. That's right. There's a couple small town boys looking to spread the word. That's right. Of entertainment. That's right. It's our passion. It is. We like to entertain. We're entertainers. Self-proclaimed entertainers. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) We're just two guys that think they're funny. If only we could make money from this. Boy. Next week, starting a Patreon. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I would. From now on, be going behind the paywall. <laughs> right. right. Uh, but anyway, that's been the show for this week. I've been Troy to the Max Extreme. I am JT3K. And until next week, we are off.